So you qualify. You know the vibes. Let's go. But uh, got my mind right. Money been right. Where the bitches at? Where the titties? Where the fucking titties in the bitches? Let's go. You have to pick niggas off for the ground. When I pick niggas off with the pound, we'll get you quick, nigga. Niggas running with clowns. I'm a rich nigga. I get you clipped and cost right now. Niggas forget niggas soon as you coughing off in the ground. Family man, look at your kids. We got the cash show today. like what you are. To the gun is coming through the driver's side of your car. We had business take care last week. We packed this week. First thing evil can evil jump. Let's go. Let's go! I'm not playing with y'all today. Let's go! Honey, love if eyes brown. Play this shit while you play around with my crown. King H O, y'all should know by now. If you don't know, millions on the wall and all my rooms. Niggas couldn't fuck with my daughter's room. Niggas couldn't walk in my daughter's socks. Banksy bitches, Basquiat. I ran through that buck 50 live nation running me. They working on another deal. They talking 250. I'm holding out for three. 275 and I just might agree. D-boy used to park my beamer. Now look at me, I can park in my own arena. Yes, sir. Taking the places you can't go with your bedin. You know. You even copy them until I'm a dead poet. Yeah, yeah. I've been winning shit. I deserve a golden globe. We got the pack episode today. You ain't gotta keep this calendar. Let me talk my shit again. Money, I made more of crates. Fuck show money, I spent that on traits. Close the curtains, fuck boy out my face. I whip the coat, let the lawyer beat the case. Let's go. Murder was the case that they gave me. I killed the Hermes store, somebody saved me. Yeah, yeah. to the max like wavy. Oh shit. Let's go. Oh, you scared to death, Negro. Don't get scared now. Just sit down. I'm not I'm fucking playing with y'all niggas, man. Where the bitches at? It's supposed to be titties. Where the fucking titties in the bitches? Y'all scared niggas. You gonna respect us. That little best ain't gonna do you. I chew for mecca. Ain't even trying to pull you up. Mac on your slim. I'm a soldier from that mode. I'm the ghost of him. From the ever police stretcher. No cameras catching. Chop you off in the rival hood. You'd rather be arrested. If you didn't have no scratch, you couldn't wear your necklace. Niggas hand around your throat. That's a choker reference. My ass Let's go. Made soul food. 
Jim Crow's a troll too, he stole the soul music That's the blood that goes through me So if you assume it, I can never sell my soul They sold their soul to me Peaceful teaching the room, man, but don't confuse me You mouth off for the cameras, I'm like a silent movie Now listen to me, no civilization is coming from the outside So it destroys itself from within Put a pin in there, but come back when I fin You can't talk like I talk, cause you ain't been where I've been Oh yeah your husband wasn't. Federico Fellini in the flesh. Sergio Ciccini inside his mesh. Bitch, I've been breaking since the 80s. Google me, baby, you crazy. Let's go. Not in London pulling bins up. Type it in, Google's your friend, bruh. 14-year drug dealer and still counting Who deserves the medal of freedom is my Let me talk, talk my, my shit, shit again Looping through loopholes, working round shit IRS should have had the townhouses surrounded Thanks to the lawyers, ah Marbled the foyer, ah Tore the floor, yeah That's for the court We about to get started No oysters, ah Walked through the garages like multiple choices I told them pull a Royce up I'm getting ghosts I'm hearing noises, I think it's the boys, but I've been banking the doors. Nigga, we the kings of this shit. Fronts. We got employee stuff. We've been opening studios and 4040s. Where the bitches at? It's about to be titties. Where the fucking titties in the bitches? Reasonable doubt drop. Oh, yeah. We hung. Bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Continue took me through Virginia. Ask Teddy Rally about me. Ask the Federalis about me. Try to build a cell. Let's go. Smash my nigga Emery up. Try to get him to tell about me. He took 12, give me 12. He told him to go to hell about me. Drug dealers anonymous. Y'all think Uber's the future? Our car's been autonomous. Uh -huh. Let's move the drums. Take them to different spots. We just call the shots by simply moving our thumbs. All right, we about to get, get started, started, man. man. Call some miracles with this shit. Nothing real can be threatened. Nothing unreal exists. Therein lies the peace of God. I always knew I was a prophet, but I couldn't find a decent job. Life made me ambidextrous, counting with my right, whipping white with my left wrist. Damn, damn you. FBI keep bringing them all white vans through. You went all the motherfucking vibes, man. We motherfucking back in the building. We motherfucking back, back in the building. In the building. Yeah, what up stream world? What up YouTube? What up Twitch? What up podcast people? You rolling? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we back at it. We back at it. We back at it. Another exciting edition on the uh, on the menu today. Uh, Jim and Juice back at it. Uh, a lot to talk about, man. Some some new yeah. music came out. A lot of stuff has gone down yeah. in the past couple weeks we missed last man, week because niggas had to work <laughs> yeah you know how it is man niggas <laughs> got jobs and shit man you know how it is in the rat race and all that bullshit <laughs> but uh we back at it man we get we got a lot to talk about a lot to break down a lot to 
get into. So we definitely going to catch y'all up on all the happenings and the, the hip hop and all that shit. Uh, but first off, man, wellness check, Figgy. How you doing, dog? I know it's been busy football season, cranking up. Finally, the preseason is done. Yes. So we off the training camp now. We finally about to enter the regular season. How do you how are you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. I ain't gonna lie, I'm a little tired. I wish I could have uh I wish I took a little vacation before the season. <laughs> like everybody else did. I know station, all the host did at least. I know. And see the reason I ain't take a vacation, man, this might sound a little selfish, but um during that time my wife was still off from school. She was still on summer break. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to take my time off and be off for like a week. And then we be home together and yeah. <laughs> be together the whole time. I kind of want to take you. a week off where it's just be at the crib and mm-hmm. I can just chill and do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so that that might sound a little selfish, but I mean that's real shit, man. Yeah. Like, and that's something women <laughs> don't really understand too. Because when you say that, if you say that to your wife, she would get mad. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to spend time with me? <laughs> it's like. Yeah, but no, you know, a lot of times men's quiet time is is sometimes we just want to chill by ourselves, man. Yeah, sometimes we just want to watch what we want to watch, play some games. We want to play games and just have peace at our own home and not be bothered. Yeah, days and and see and see, I don't mind um, like I don't mind being with her. But if I was I mean, me taking a week off. And we didn't have a trip plan or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to be at home for five, six, seven days. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Yeah, what you want to eat? Let's go somewhere. What do you want to eat tonight? I'm tired of sitting in the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, my wife is not a house. She's not a homebody. She like to get mm-hmm. out and do something. I can sit at home for three or four or five days straight, just yep. chill and uh, find something to watch. But she is she is the opposite. So I ain't want to I ain't want to waste my vacation time just doing that. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck it, I'll work. <laughs> no, I feel you, man. And so that's just something women just can't understand. Tab says, what up, Tab? We see you in the comments. Figgy wants to get away from the job and the wife. <laughs> I mean, don't we all at some point? Yeah. You know, Tab, ain't you married, Tab? I'm sure you go through the same thing, too. <laughs> you know. <laughs> then you need to get laid. You need to get laid. The hand ain't cutting it. Look, man. Yeah. <laughs> look, man. I mean, look. So, sometimes dudes just want to be alone by themselves, man. That's just how it is. That's just uh, how we are built sometimes. But women, they're like, they can't do that, man. <laughs> women always have to be out and about. Women always got to be on some kind of vacation. They got to go somewhere. It's a fucking hassle trying to look look. Got when I was in a relationship for a while, I had to fucking look up events to do on the weekend and shit. I'm like, <laughs> man, I really don't feel like doing shit, especially yeah. during the summer. It's hot outside. I sweat easily, so I'm fucking a five minutes outside. I'm fucking drenched. Yeah, and like, dog, I just don't want to be going somewhere sometimes. But women, they're like, their their entire being is caught up in these experiences they want to have and they don't even like doing it half the time they just like the idea of doing things yes <laughs> because my girl used to complain when we went to places but she was always wanting to go these to these places and then we yeah. get there she complained about some shit and afterwards she'd be like oh wasn't it fun we went to like bitch no it wasn't okay <laughs> you had a terrible time yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Tab says, I'm not hating. I love alone time. Yeah, I feel you, man. Yeah. This, this is how we are. Yeah. And see, like I said, if we had the trip lined up, I, I'm down for it. But I ain't want to take f- five days off and then is she trying to come up with shit to do. And especially with, you know, it being a long season and all that shit. And I just want to chill and kind of, you know, reset a little bit. Like, I ain't trying to go and go somewhere else and do all this fucking work and still be tired. So it's, it's better if she going to work. When she start back at work, I can just kind of chill and relax. And it's, it's not really bothering her. So, yeah, man, that's my that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Yep. I feel you, man. I feel you. But now since the work is heating up again, you're like, damn, I, maybe I should have just taken some days off. But I, I feel you, man. Yeah. Yeah. I might take some. I might take maybe like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off or something. Just yeah, a little yeah. couple of days to just kind of regroup a little bit. Yep. I feel you, man. I feel you. Uh, how do you feel about the Texans, man? You've been out there watching practice. You done seen the preseason games. We'll get the sports talk out real quick. We're going to yeah. hit back on it because we got to talk about Deshaun Watson being suspended later on. <laughs> but uh, real quick, what's your assessment? You've been out in camp. You've seen the boys practice. You've seen the boys in preseason. What is your assessment and what is your win prediction for the Texans this year? So I watched all of the preseason games and they – you know, it's some spark. It's some it's some it's some good spots on the team where it's like, okay, maybe they could do something. They got some good players, young players, and stuff like that. But the main position is the quarterback position, and from uh, what I seen from Davis Mills, I just I just don't think it's gonna take this team over, man. <laughs> I think it's I think it's gonna be somewhat similar to last year, where it's kind of up and down. Where, you know, one game he might look so bad where, you know, people be complaining and then the next week he might have a good game. So, um, I to me, I, I know it's just preseason and, you know, people don't really count preseason, but I, I just don't see him being a long-term solution <laughs> going forward. But I, th- I, I still think they're going to roll with him. They're going to roll with him, wait, um, probably um, – Look into everything in the offseason and see if they want to draft a quarterback or probably sign somebody. But, um, yeah, man, it, 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 I, I don't think it's going to be as bad as last year because last year they ain't even had, like, no top-notch rookies. But mm-hmm. this year they at least got Derrick Stingley. They got Petrie. They got some They got some high-priced rookies on the team that, you know, that that's probably going to start. They got Damian Pierce, the running back. So uh, people were excited about him. That 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 probably be the one bright spot on this team. Him and the, and then some couple pieces on the defense. But I look, man, they might they might go four thirteen again. They they maybe win five games, but um, you know it, it it still don't sound good. But at least they got some good pieces going forward. So yeah, I think you know. You know, hold off on the playoff talk and all that shit. But yeah, at least you got some young talent you can look, <laughs> you can look at. They might not win a lot of games, but at least they got some young talent. Call it now. How many wins, Figgy? Um, I'm going with. I'm gonna go with five. I'm gonna go with five. I think before I might have said six because I might have been on a high. This was before the preseason, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna say a a good five games, but. I think a lot of those losses probably going to be close losses. (laughs) 
So it's going to be like a damn, they could have won this game or damn, they could have won that game. It's, it's probably going to be like three or four games they could have won. And people are going to take that to the bank like, oh, they would have been, they would have been, uh, they would have won nine games if it wasn't for this or that. So I, th- I think it'd be like a, a, a competitive season, but they're going to come out with five wins. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, you can't take anything. There were undefeated in preseason, but we know that don't mean shit. You know, they were undefeated with Brock Osweiler in preseason the, two, and we saw how that ended. The, so, the Browns was undefeated um, one year, and that same year they went 0-16. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so hopefully pre-season. it's not that. But yeah, yeah, you never know, man. Sometimes I feel like it's almost a bad sign if you go undefeated in preseason. It's a lot of bad teams that went oh, uh, like undefeated in preseason and yeah. ended up bad. I think the Lions went uh, undefeated at one point. Yeah, when they went 0 16, I think they were 4 <laughs> yes. 0 in the preseason. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I almost wish they lost a couple games, honestly. <laughs> but. We'll yeah. see. Maybe they could reverse it. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure some good teams have gone on the field in the preseason, too. But we just Baltimore. Bad ones. Yeah, Baltimore. Yeah. They, shit, they haven't lost that preseason game in some years now. They, oh, won, they won like 22 straight. Yeah, it was a crazy-ass stat. That's wild. Yeah. They got to keep that shit going like The Undertaker now, man. They got <laughs> to actually try to win their preseason yeah, games now. They go, Bird, <laughs> right now. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so shit, yeah, we'll see how it goes, man. I'm rooting for uh, Lovey Smith and Pep Hamilton. I really hope they, I, like, look, they're not going to make the playoffs, I don't think, but I hope they at least do better than last year uh, just to give some black coaches some validation in this league, man. We need that. So yeah. I hope they do well, man. We'll see. The offense is worrying me. I, I really don't think Davis Mills is going to end up being that guy, man. I don't know. Hopefully, I'm wrong. We'll see, man. I don't know. Yeah, I think but, uh, I think he. I, it's gonna be tough because I think he's gonna get bailed out a lot because yeah. I, I think the running back is really good. Damian Pierce, he's a, he looks really it, good. He's out really there. good, so that's gonna help Davis Mills a lot. Yeah. So I think that's gonna cover up uh, a lot of his mistakes because last year they ain't have a running game at all, but this year he gonna have more of a running game and that might help him out a little bit. But still, that 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 might keep him around another year because people might say, "Oh, you just need some more weapons," or yeah. "You need a tight end," and that might be fool's gold. So it could be a bad thing. But yeah, I think that I think that running back going to help him a lot, kind of you know fool everybody a little bit too. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how things go. Trying to be cautiously optimistic about this year but i don't know i don't know i don't know (laughs) keep expectations low i'm not i'm saying and we'll hopefully we'll be pleasantly surprised (laughs) but we will see they're still in the middle of this rebuild so who knows yeah um so without further ado man let's get into some music some new releases the biggest new release of course is this new dj khaled album that dropped um, it is typically what you'd expect of a DJ Khaled album. I gotta mm-hmm. pull this shit up on my phone because the website was fucking up. <laughs> um, hold on one second. It is uh, 18 songs of just under an hour in length, and it's got pretty much everybody in the game that you'd expect to be on a DJ Khaled album now. <laughs> got Lil Wayne, Jay Z, John Legend, 
Kanye, Eminem, Drake, Future, Lil Baby, 21 Savage, Lil Dirk, Roddy Rich, Quavo and Takeoff, Future and SZA, um, Don Tolliver, Travis Scott, blah, blah, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Lido City Girls and Juice <laughs> World, Black. Jada Kiss, and uh, <laughs> more. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, it's a, a DJ Khaled album. You know what to expect now. It's going to be a compilation of a bunch of songs. How you feel about the different name? Artists. God oh, God did. did? Yeah. I mean, the cover is awful. <laughs> I'll so, say that much. So the did cover. You, did you hear is, that um, they said Jay Z picked the cover out? <sighs> What's wrong with Jay Z? <laughs> I like Jay-Z. I like how everybody just go to Jay Z like oh Jay Z did this or Jay Z <laughs> approved of this like like we supposed to be like okay that's cool <laughs> like right? yeah like oh yeah Jay Z Jay Z don't charge for verses and Jay Z did this or Jay Z yeah. approved of this Jay Z Hugh here's a d- division when they sampled him they yeah. they uh, posted a text message of him reacting to it like see what Jay Z said about my song. <laughs> Like man, like I I get it because if Jay Z shouted our podcast out, I'll be hyping that shit up too. Yeah, but yeah, y'all these people been known Jay like they act like fucking fanboys. Like anytime he talked to them, like ooh Jay Z told me ooh Jay Z did this. Like come on man, and Jay Z picked this picture. It's I'm hoping all of them were bad. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this, was this the is the just the least bad picture <laughs> because the cover art is just. DJ Khaled's big old face with the, like a single tear, like Denzel Washington in Glory, <laughs> and <laughs> a single tear going down his eye. And the album title is "God Did." So yeah, of course, very spiritual in nature. Um, Khaled all over the album doing ad libs as usual. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all I could do to set up this album. Yeah. Figgy, uh, we've heard it. I want to know your assessment of it. What do you think about this new DJ Khaled album? God did. Uh, to me, I, I feel like it's the exact same as the last album. And I don't even remember the last album, to be honest. (laughs) It's just, it's, it's just okay. I mean, like it's nothing I would go back to. I, look, I, I I'll be honest. I think I think this album had more stuff that I was like, okay, okay, I actually like this song. It, it had more of that on here, but it's still not enough where I'm like, you know, I gotta I gotta replay this album again and again and again. It is for some reason it's not like that, and um, so some of the takeaway, some of the songs I do like, I um I actually like the song God did, the one with Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, and um John Legend. And side note, man, I feel like they keeping John Legend in the box. I don't know if they keeping him in the box or he keeping himself in the box. Why he always, why he always had to be on a song where it sound like a fucking choir and just like like the Nipsey song, the the one with him and Nipsey and and DJ Cap. Yeah, it's just like the oh, like it's gonna be on the soundtrack or some shit, man. Yeah. It's just, it seems like maybe that's his bag. Maybe he liked that shit, but it seems every time I hear John Legend on the track or see him about to be on the song, I already know what the song gonna sound yeah. like. <laughs> like it's so like it's gonna be a fucking choir in the back or some shit. It's like a you know 
make you want to fucking tear up like the fucking artwork. It's just like, man, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just tired. I mean, I'm not saying John Legend need to do something else, but I already know what to expect every time I see a John Legend feature, man. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I, I thought that song was all right, man. Um, I'll get to the Jay-Z verse a little later, but I'm just running mm-hmm. down the track list. I like that song God did. I like the Quavo song Party. I, I ain't think I was gonna like mm-hmm. that, but I kinda like this duo Quavo takeoff, man. This is like like people used to always talk about how, you know, offset was the best one. This might be the best thing for the Migos to do, man, is to <laughs> kick offset out. Let him go a separate way because they've been making some I've been liking all that shit they've been releasing, um, Quavo and Takeoff. So um, I like that song a lot. Uh, I ain't really care for the Don Tolliver song. I I, I kind of skipped that one. The the one song I did like a lot. I really like that uh, Twenty One Savage song. Mm-hmm. That uh, way past luck. I like that song a lot, man. I feel like that was the. It, this is saying a lot. This I feel like that was the best song on the album. That was the one song I kept going back to. And I, this is 2022. I never would have thought I would say that ever. Like, ask us five years ago. Uh, uh, an album with Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, Kanye, Eminem, Future, Drake, <laughs> um, Miga, all, all of these dudes on here, Travis Scott, uh, Jay the Kiss. I would have never thought <laughs> 21 Savage what would have had the best song on the on the on the album? Mm-hmm. So I think that said a lot. I feel like I feel like he kind of found his bag a little bit with the um with the rapping over the sample type beats. Mm-hmm. So um I like that song a lot. I like the Jadakiss interlude. I thought that song was dope. That was probably my second favorite song on there. But outside of that, man. I you know I could I could keep moving man. The only songs I saved on here was the uh, Twenty One Savage song and the Jada Kiss interlude. Outside of that, man, I'm I'm good. Okay, okay, okay. But you gotta say if it's good or trash, man. Qualified or pig pen? What's your rating? I gotta say I gotta say it's pig pen, man. I ain't gonna ooh, lie. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Like I don't know what it is. Like Big pen mentality. He got some good production on here. Another thing too. Um, who I think I forgot who it was. What I forgot which producer it was. I think it's it might be Tay Keith. I can't remember which one it is, but all of they shit starting to sound the same, man. Yes. Like yeah, I heard. I, I heard a couple. I heard a couple songs that sounded like the. Um, I think it was one of the Cardi, either one of the Cardi songs or one of the little baby songs, but it sounded exactly. I heard like three of these on this album, where I'm like, damn, like, like this producer, this producer need to switch it up. I forgot what producer it was. I'll find out in a minute, but like, I, nothing really impressed me about this album. But um, as far as the Jay Z verse, man, a lot of people. You know, it was champion Jay-Z, you know, like always, every time he drops something. But um, I was actually okay with it, too, man. I, You know, I I feel like I've been super critical of Jay-Z versus as of late. Mm-hmm. But it's, I'm trying to think of the last time Jay-Z ever rapped a verse this long. 
Yeah, it was super long. It was man. super long. So I kind of appreciated that a lot. I felt like he he kind of put a little more into this <laughs> into this verse. Um, he he kind of got. I, I don't want to say he got off a of track, but I kind of got lost in this verse because I'm like, damn, let, what the fuck is he talking about? He just start. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he just blacked out and just start going in. Where I'm like, damn, let me go to Genius.com and see exactly what this nigga saying because he, it, like I said, it seemed like he just blacked out, but. I was actually fine with this verse, man. It seemed like he, you know, he just got that spark where he just went in, man. Uh, it's funny because, uh, you know, Lil Wayne and Rick Ross was on this song, too. And it seemed like they kind of stuck to the strip, uh, the script. And they had their little 16 and 24s. But Jay-Z just kind of, he, he he took the ball and said, clear out. And just finished the song, man. So I, I, I kind of like that, man. I, I, I have no issue with this verse at all. But um, as far as the whole album, man, outside of the a couple songs I just named, I think it was like four songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm good, man. Okay, okay, fair assessment. I pretty much agree with most of what you said, man. Um, yeah, this album there, I, I only I didn't listen to the whole album. I couldn't make it through some of the songs, man. I'll be honest. <laughs> like a lot of the samey, the fucking Nardo Wick. Uh, take key song like sounds like all this shit he's done ever like shit like that some of some shit i just couldn't get through man but i listened to the major ones i listened to of course the uh, guy did song and yeah jay did blackout on that it was nice for him to give us a a, a long jay verse it's been a while since jay really spit like that and you know it's typical shit like you know jay talking about you know how, how he's everybody around him is rich now and he's rich too cool stuff but i mean lyrically it was cool i liked the verse man it was it was enjoyable i really did like that quavo and takeoff song the uh, party <laughs> all the time with the eddie murphy sample yeah <laughs> i thought that shit was hard man um and i actually yeah i that's the one song i actually saved i put that on workout playlist man that shit was tough <laughs> <laughs> and I agree with what you said about them breaking up, man. It's like this feels like when Destiny's Child broke up and they all were big at the same time, except for maybe uh, the other one, not Kelly, uh, Michelle, the one who went the gospel. Michelle, yeah, she yeah. went the gospel. I think her album actually did pretty good in the gospel world. Yeah, but uh, it kind of feels like that where Beyonce and Kelly Rowland they split up, but they're still doing big things at the same time. Yeah, so. Yeah, man. Uh, Quavo and Takeoff sound great. I liked every song they put out so far. I'm actually looking forward to, forward to the album whenever they put that out. And I don't know if we'll ever see Amigos. We'll talk about we that talk. later. But yeah. Offset, is still, Offset is suing QC, Quality Control, his label. So it's possible we'll never see another Amigos song again, or at least not for a long time. So yeah. we'll see. But I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the rest of the album, man, it's just it, it was whatever. I skipped all the future songs. It's like that shit. It's just. <laughs> I, I, I guess. So are was, you done with future, man? I, will, uh, I feel like you're pretty done with future now, man. Like, uh, kind of, kind. I would say so. Like all of this older stuff, I'm still I'm always enjoy. But honestly, like, I don't even want to say I'm outgrown it because I, future's older than me. So like, <laughs> how can I outgrow somebody who's older than me? But like honestly, man, his shit is just very like. Do, do you think? Do you feel like Future evolved at any point? Not at all. Not mm-hmm. at all. Like, 
you are and look future i never expected him to have like a 21 savage type career turn you know like he's always gonna rap out what he always raps about man he's always gonna have a fan base i understand that but it's just i'm tired of the sound i'm tired of uh, just his voice just everything is just uh, annoying to me now man i don't know why because <laughs> I, I was a big fan back yeah. when he had that legendary mixtape run but now i'm just tired of him I don't know what it is, man. I didn't even bump his last album. I tried to get through it. I just couldn't. Damn. You know, maybe it's just me maturing and getting sick of a certain sound, but it's just I don't fuck with it no more, man. I don't know why. Yeah. But, it's it's crazy because it seemed like he he would be the one that take the 21 Savage route a little bit because he do he do um some R and B shit too. Mm-hmm. So I would I would have thought he did a little, you know, switch a little over towards, you know, R and B kinda. Instead of all the uh, heavy trap shit. But he still do yeah. the heavy trap shit like it's 2012, 2013. Yeah. So uh, he, st- he he, he kind of still the same way. So I would have never thought 21 Savage would be the one that kind of, you know, mature more than Future. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. You never know, man. But I never thought 21 would be the type to make that type of move either. But Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I, future, I honestly ain't think 21 Savage would be around <laughs> this long. I yeah, thought he was gonna be one yeah. of the rappers that's here today, gone tomorrow. I, I <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kind of because the way like he's basically what I think Nardo Wick is gonna end up being. Mm. You know, Nardo Wick had a hot song, but that whisper mumble fucking flow can only take you so far, dog. Yeah. And Nardo Wick's voice and that fucking mumble grumble shit is annoying as hell, man. Like it was cool on Who Wants Smoke because that track is hard. Yeah, but you can't be doing that shit on every single song, man. It's getting annoying. Mm-hmm. And so I think his unless he switches up somehow, I think his career is going to end up being what we thought Twenty One was going to be when he yeah. came out with that real quiet whisper mumble flow. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, man. We'll we'll see about that, but I'm I'm kind of getting tired of that dude. Uh, how you feel about the Lotto and City Girls song? Did you like that one? I so I listened to most of that song. I I tried to get through it. Um, for some reason, that didn't really uh, it didn't really move me when I seen they had the song. But mm. I tried to get through it. I listened to it. I was cool. But man, Young Miami is one of my favorite. Or she, she my favorite out of the City Girls. But that verse was so rough, man. Where I'm like, I had I cut it off during her verse. Like it just, it just did not fit the song at all. So, um, so I didn't really care for that song that much, man. I was, I was a little disappointed. Maybe they should. I think they should have went a different route with the beat selection. Mm-hmm. But. That song wasn't it for me. Yeah, it came across as me as them trying to prove that they were lyrical, I guess, with that. uh, I don't know what the original sample is, but I know it's taken from that Lights, Camera, Action, Mr. Cheeks song. Yeah. Same sample. And the sample's pretty cool, but I think they were trying to prove, like, hey, us women can rap too. Mm -hmm. But they was rapping about the same shit they always rap about. But yeah a, a better beat would have would have definitely or, or more appropriate beat for i think what they were i talking think about yeah beat. and i don't want to keep them in the box or nothing but i think uh uh just a generic trap beat with some heavy yeah. 808s or something <laughs> like that i think that i think that would have been perfect but i i just mm-hmm. don't see 
that song playing in the club and girls going in on it. Yeah. So I, th- I, th- I think, you know, like people, like the simplest beats will go in. Mm-hmm. So all you need is a, a, a heavy ass 808 and the fucking um, <laughs> trap snares. And that shit yeah. could go in with, the, with those three girls on there. But uh, uh, this they, wasn't they had, to, they had to prove. Look, they were on an album with legends. They had to prove they could hold up. They had to man. prove that women run the game too. Women can rap too. Women lyrical too. Look, man, no, right. jump jump on the Alchemist beat. <laughs> then get back to me. <laughs> <laughs> jump on a beat with no bass. And yes. let's see how lyrical you yeah, really I, are. I want to hear. I want to hear no you rap. Patterns. Yes, I want to hear you rap on the Alchemist beat. <laughs> <laughs> imagine young Miami on the Alchemist beat. <laughs> that dog, I, I couldn't even imagine. Somebody, somebody mixed, somebody mixed uh, uh, City Girls with the Earl Sweatshirt beat one time, dog. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, Junk, we're talking about the Bills paid song off the Khaled album. We're reviewing the Khaled album right now. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about that song. We weren't really huge fans of it, but you know, your mileage yeah. might vary because they were I, trying to be lyrical, I think, on that song. Yeah. Drunk says, if you're talking about Bill's Paid, that was one of the best Lotto verses that I heard, but the song was mid. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, they went they went in. I, yeah. Like, I, they were rapping on it. Yeah, yeah. I know you probably missed what I said, but um, I was good with the song up until your Miami verse. Once it got the young Miami verse, it seemed like she, it seemed like she was a little offbeat. She kind of came in heavy. Where I'm like, uh, I, I end up cutting it off on her verse. Where I'm like, nah, this ain't it. But I, I had no problem with, um, with Lotto and uh, JT verse. I thought, I thought that was cool. If it was just those two, I probably, I would have been good with it. I probably wouldn't have went back to it, but I would have been okay with it. But the young Miami verse just threw it all the way off, man. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, she just, yeah. like, dude, she got the headphones on? <laughs> 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 like, she ain't got the headphones on. She just going in. And I was just like, nah, that's not that's not it. Has the City Girls, uh, Drunk agrees with you, by the way, uh, <laughs> have the City Girls buzz died? I feel like a few years ago, they were everywhere. And... Just run the game, it seemed like doing features, doing songs. They were like the hottest act. And now I feel like they're more known for being personalities. I think Young Miami got like a little podcast thing or something going on right now. Like a talk show. Yeah, Yeah. some shit. But uh it it, what what do you think is going on with the city girls, man? Has their buzz just completely died off now as a group? I think. I think so, man, because um, it seemed like the last couple of things they released didn't really do much because remember they had the the one they had the one song where they uh, they pretty much sampled that Africa Bambada song mm-hmm. that uh, was it Planet Rock or whatever yeah. that was. And um, it seemed like that was kind of a disappointment a little bit. I think they I think that song ended up getting leaked and um, they couldn't put it out because I guess it was some. Uh, clearance issues or something but um, they end up putting that beat out or that song out and shot a video and they made sure to mention that Missy produced or directed the video and the video was kind of mid so I was you know that I felt like that song was kind of a disappointment and um, but yeah I haven't really you know 
her city girls like them together as much like doing something. So I'm not, you know, I I kind of agree. I I don't want to sit there and say it's over, but right now it seems like they kind of, um, I guess into other shit right now. Yeah, yeah, it seems like it. Um, and Tab agrees with you, with us, are kind of agreeing that they fell off. And Drunk says, I don't know, Young Miami got that Revolt show now, but music-wise, yeah, it's a wrap. They tied their careers to an attitude. When people grow out that attitude, the music don't hit no more. I don't think it's so much that, because they're still popular personalities. I just think they slowed down a music tip, you know, for whatever reason. Um, and and I don't know, it seemed like they fall out beefing every other month and then they cool again. So maybe that has some shit to do with it. But yeah, music wise, they've definitely, uh, it seemed like their buzz is just gone, man. But that that revolt show looks interesting. Carisha, please, which I thought she didn't like being called Carisha, but I guess she changed her mind. But, um, so yeah, I, I I see some clips that are crazy. The Kevin <laughs> Gates one in particular was wild. <laughs> you saw that? I shit? see it. Duh. Yeah, see, I, look, I, I'm gonna pull it up, man. Can you play this shit? Yeah, because it has to be seen to be believed. <laughs> hold, hold, give me a few seconds. I gotta look it up. This is like at the top of my fucking likes. <laughs> but okay, here we go, man. I'm put this yeah. on top of the on top of the rundown. <laughs> So yeah, pull that shit up, man. You have All to right. talk about this shit. It's uh <laughs> below the zoom link for us right. at the top. All right. All right. This is uh this is uh Kevin Gates on I think it's like a month ago, July. Uh he was on Carisha Please, and they were talking about I guess sexual fantasies, mental health, monogamy, and more. So yeah, all the talks we want to hear Kevin Gates talk about. <laughs> so hold on, hold on. Right, you got it ready yeah wait a minute pull it up. Yeah, this oh, show man. is ridiculous man <laughs> i haven't seen any episodes but i just see clips uh going on revolt and by the way i, I didn't she break up with diddy so i'm surprised she still got the uh, revolt show going yeah i don't know how that goes but yeah. okay play the clip man people got to see this shit and hear this shit <laughs> so if if we was together and I step out and I got fucked, like you not tripping on me. You're not gonna tell me. Is I'm gonna tell you no. You ain't gonna show me the video? Hell no, nah, no. Nah. So I can look at that bitch with you and just my shit just rock up and I bust you up after I watch the video? You just gonna go just just get dick and not tell me? You know my part. So if if we was together and I stepped <laughs> that's out it, and that's I got it, fucked, that's like it, you that's not it, tripping that's on it. You know, you know what's really crazy to me <laughs> is that Kevin Gates is super popular with women. Like yeah. women love Kevin Gates, and it's gotta be the weirdest, creepiest nigga on earth. Dog. Like it's kind of, <laughs> it, it's a little scary, man. Because like the shit I see he do at shows, like he be putting fingers all down their throat and be grabbing <laughs> them by the neck. I'm like, man, like I surprise. Look for real talk, I surprised ain't nobody file a lawsuit against this dude. Like he be no, doing some questionable I, yeah, I, shit. I really, yeah, I really am surprised he ain't caught a case yet. Yeah, man, but, but like I'm surprised ain't nobody you know decided to be money hungry and try mm-hmm. to do a little money grab. Dog, Kevin Gates is wild, man. Every story <laughs> I hear, whether it's some incest shit or some bestiality shit or some 
just wild shit going on, man. And now he basically admitted to being like a cuck <laughs> in this video, saying he wouldn't even be mad. He just be mad. He was he was mad that she got dick. His girl is theoretical girl, but he spoke like this shit has happened before. Yeah, and he wanted so to see his girl get fucked. Yeah, it's like he, he's upset that he, she didn't tell him and record it so they could watch it. Yeah, like, so he could so fuck? he could get the rock on and bust her. <laughs> she looked so uncomfortable too. She's like, yeah. "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> oh man. Kevin Gates is wild. Yeah, yeah I, I used to bump Kevin Gates too, man. I haven't bumped this shit in a minute, but uh he's one of the most entertaining people uh, unintentionally you know, every every time that there's an interview, he says some wild shit, like how he charged a car battery with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I told her, speak nothing of this. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin yeah. Gates is wild, man. I don't yeah. understand how he's so popular with women. That just yeah. shows you. I don't know what that shows you, dog. Just the hood nigga can, can do whatever he wants. As yeah. long as he's uh like I have no idea, man. Like usually I try to figure some shit out. Maybe they do this or do that. But I look, I just don't get it, man. I like you you would think a a woman wants a gentleman who, you know, respectful. <laughs> but then they be loving Kevin Gates and love everything he do. It's just like, wait, what? Like I'm not surprised they like like a thug dude, but just Kevin Yates is weird, man. He like, like a, a weird he thug he's, dude. Yeah. He's a weird dude, man. And and that's what I don't get. But look, to each their own, I guess. Whatever. I'm not going to judge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two phones are the hard song, Tab. Yeah. I still fuck with that song, that, too. That's I a, like uh, That's kind of the only song I tolerated, to be honest. I, I wasn't a Kevin Gates fan like that. I like us Pouring the Syrup. That's a hard-ass song, man. That's actually yeah. my favorite Kevin Gates song, Pouring the Syrup. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So sidebar, that was wild. I forgot what the fuck we're talking about. Oh, the 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 cow the album, girl, the city girl song, the song. Oh, city the city girl, girl song. song. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we think they they've kind of fallen off. But what can you do? You know, yeah. I think they're I, still popular personalities, and they'll yeah. still be around. I, I, they'll yeah. still do like shows I, and shit. Yeah, I think honestly, I think the music don't even matter if she got the damn show on Revolt, and yeah. they doing all type of other shit. I think the music <laughs> might be in the background. To be honest. And I low key feel the same with Cardi B. Like, what's going on with her musically? You know, I know she's dropping singles. Yeah. But I also see her on all kinds of TV shows and new reality shows and shit. So I'm like, is it what happened to this new wave of women who are going to run the game? I, you know? Yeah. I, I, and I know Joe Budden been saying this for a few years now. He keeps saying, we ain't getting no Cardi B album. And I I kind of believe it, man, because her her album came out what twenty eighteen, it was eighteen seventeen something like somewhere, that, yeah, somewhere around there. It might have been seventeen, but since then, what it was, she probably had like maybe four singles, five singles, mm-hmm. and um, I don't I don't think they did that well. Where she you know she was you know a little. I guess motivated to drop more music in the album. So it seemed like she throws something out there. They see how it do. And maybe it's not catching on. And plus, she probably not even worried. She's doing everything else. Yeah, I think um, I think 
Is it drunk ass? Is it more money and being a personality? Um, I don't know. I, 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 I guess if you're signed to a record label, they will still take a piece of whatever you do, even yeah. if it's outside music, probably. But uh, I, I don't know. I, think, I, I really don't know. I think it, you probably get more out of it than you would dropping an album, having to split with so much and having an album budget and having that stuff come out of what you get paid from the album. So I think certain things around music make you more money, but actually recording and releasing music doesn't make artists a whole lot of money, period. Yeah. So. And also, I think if you look at somebody like a Cardi B, she getting she got all type of deals go- around her, like from, mm-hmm. you know, let's I, I'm, I'm I don't know for sure, but let's say like Fashion Nova. She got to deal with Netflix. She got all these different little stuff where she's bringing in a lot of money where music is kind of like a little bit on the back burner, man. So um, and we talked about this before, how, you know, a lot of these artists, you know, we, I think we mentioned Lil Nas X, how his albums, his album didn't really do much sales wise. But this motherfucker is still in Uber Eats commercials with Elton John. Mm-hmm. He. They playing his music during the um, uh, Major League Baseball playoffs and all this shit. Like, you see him everywhere, but the sales not really adding up. So I wonder, I, I figured the personality is probably a little more important than the sales. I know the record labels want the sales, you know, because that's still bringing in money for them. But, but it's not like back in the day where you had the music had to speak for you. And then the the ads and the the, the endorsements come in. These people, you got people like, um, uh, what the fuck is her name? The girl from Cali, I want to say. The um, the uh, shit. What the fuck is her name? She had the McDonald's deal. Oh, uh, sweetie, sweetie. Yeah. Like what? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> like I don't even know what she do at this point. Mm-hmm. Like she dropped something once in a while. But it seemed like she better than a lot of these rappers. Like she getting fucking McDonald's money. She getting all type of random shit. And, you know, I don't even think she have an album. So I I guess it's more about personality. I think so, too. And I'm disappointed, man, because people are trying to push this new wave of female rappers who are just going to run the game. And now it seems like they don't want to drop albums no more, you know. Cardi B, she'll drop something once in a while, but it seems like the 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 uh the blueprint now is to get some hype with music and then just do other shit. Yeah. Over, and not go back to music no more. Yeah. Because that's what all these women are doing. Except for Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion is still dropping albums, doing music, and we'll see what happens when she gets out of her deal at 1501. She might go the same route. Who knows? But I think she likes to rap and she's going to keep putting out albums. Yeah. Everybody else, you know, with these ghost writers who ain't really about the culture, I guess, or about the art of rap. They just like being on songs. Yeah. I don't know how long they'll last, man. I don't think uh, City Girls were really heavy into rap ever. Yeah. You know, I don't think I, they were writing their own shit. So who knows? Yeah. I think the problem is too, now you, you know, you got a lot of the Instagram models that's yeah. uh, that's, you know, getting in the studio. And all they need, you know, they trying to have that Cardi B moment where they, you know, that one song blow up and then everything else happens. So now you got a lot of big booty hoes, big booty bitches, mm-hmm. <laughs> however you want to call it. 
you know, in the studio rapping, trying to make a song. So that, you know, and then at that point, they're not even, you know, they're not in it for the love. I feel like Meg is in it for the love of music. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's just trying to use it as a lick to uh, get on some somewhere else and just say peace to music uh, because, you know, her mom used to rap and all that stuff. But, like, I, I don't think none of these girls really cared about music like that. They just trying to find a way to get on. Yep. They ain't they ain't hungry, man. They ain't they ain't got that uh that MC spirit, it seems like. Yeah. Tap says those Hollywood checks are different. Yeah, they are. And honestly, mm-hmm. I think that's what people are chasing. You yep. know, Lil y- yeah, Lil Yachty wrote uh their biggest song, didn't he? What was that fucking song called? Mm. Uh I, I forgot. I already forgot. <laughs> was, he wrote yeah. uh act oh that act, act up. up. Yeah. Yeah, he wrote <laughs> act up for them. So Mm. Yeah, man. Um, mm, I guess they they ain't really about that rap life. Who knows? But whatever. <laughs> so um, we'll see what they drop anything soon. I don't know. But going back to the album, uh, I don't really have much else to say about it. I, I kind of agree with you about it being pig pen. Like there's only a few songs I would go back to on this. Pig Other than that, it's a typical Khaled album. I mean, you'll if you listen through it, I'm sure you'll find some songs you like no matter who you are but overall it just feels like a, a weird mishmash like all Khaled albums do man you got 50 year old rappers on with 19 20 year old rappers <laughs> on the same album and it just sounds weird sometimes but you know there's some good songs here there's some good music uh the Drake shit is the the end that Drake intro was weird I don't know what the fuck the point of that was yeah you know, <laughs> 45 seconds, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like he couldn't even do that for games album. He gave yeah. game a voicemail and game put that on his album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he, he at least gave Khaled like half a solo song. Yeah. Yeah. Drunk says Twitter been obsessing over Jay-Z verse all day. I mean, look in the pantheon of Jay verses, was it really that good? Like <laughs> it was good, but yeah, it, it, we're talking Jay Z. Jay Z verses are ranked differently. Okay. Yeah, I we, think we don't rank them like everybody else. Yeah, I think now. Look, I kind of I kind of grade his verses on a curve now because I kind of I kind of put everything in perspective of him being a fifty plus rapper. You know, he, he over fifty. He still he still sound good, but. I can't compare Jay-Z versus now to his versus back in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. I can't compare it to anything from um reasonable uh, reasonable doubt. Uh, you know, that's totally that's you know, that was a whole different time for Jay-Z when he was hungry and now this is a Jay-Z who is good who don't like don't even charge nobody for verses at this point. Like he like he don't give a shit about music that much to charge niggas for music now. Or versus. So um, it was cool, man. It's good to see somebody 50 years old or a little over 50 doing that, doing what he do, you know, when it comes to uh, rapping. But I ain't about to sit there and be like, oh, this is the verse of the year or anything like that. So at this point, I'm just I'm, I'm just appreciating the greatness. He, you know, uh, that is Jay-Z. But I'm not getting carried away saying, oh, man, like this is about to be the verse of the year. This, the yeah. same talk everybody do. I, I'm just appreciating somebody this old. 
you know, <laughs> <laughs> rapping like that, kind of out rapping people. Yeah, like when you see an old guy on the uh, on the basketball court, like what was it, Catino Mobley? Who was oh, giving yeah. uh, that ex Rocket Christian Wood, wasn't it? Oh, Christian, yeah. Christian he was working, Wood, yeah. Getting Christian Wood to work <laughs> on uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. that, that. That's where Jay Z is now. He's Catino Mobley. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we just want to, we just enjoy seeing him on a timeline sometimes, still putting up or, numbers. Or, uh, still schooling these young cats or, from time or is he, to time. Or is he Michael, uh, or is he Michael Jordan playing Michael Kid Gilchrist one on one, beating him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's probably closer to uh, to Michael Jordan age, so yeah. Yeah, that might be a more appropriate. But still, um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, like we said, you'll find something good if you look into it. Uh, the, oh, we didn't talk about the Eminem song. Oh yeah, with yeah. Kanye. Yeah, it was interesting. I I never would have thought I would hear Eminem drop religious bars on yeah. a religious song with Kanye. With Dr. Especially, Dre produced it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was that, just that all was over. wild. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't like Eminem's rap style. I feel like it's he's doing too much with the flow. <laughs> and I'm getting annoyed with it. Like, cause look, people be hating on Eminem for no reason. I don't want to dislike him. Okay. <laughs> I, I think he's a guy who just minds his own business and just raps and drops shit for his fans. And I respect that, man. He ain't out here saying he the best still or he the king of rap or no bullshit. People coming at him for no reason. He be minding his own business. I thought yeah. that game shit was corny. Yeah. This track he dropped. But like his flow is just annoying to me, man. I'm like, just rap normally, Eminem. We we want to hear what you're saying fully. But the verse, yeah, it was a crazy song. I never would have thought going up listening to what he said when he was doing a slim shady thing. Yeah, that he would be at this point dropping some bars about God and Jesus and shit. So yeah, it was kind of so, wild. So I, I'm kind of curious, man, because um, he he was dropping some religious shit in this song. So I wonder, was this a throwaway Kanye song? Huh? Because um, we did see Dr. Dre in the studio. Uh, with Kanye, we we seen that mm. like five years ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> we 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 seen it, and um, and this is if you look at Kanye's last album, it was like a lot of people on there was trying to talk religious, and so I wonder if this was kind of like a little throwaway for um that Kanye had. And oh yeah, I just realized that was actually a remix. Um, cause use this gospel was a song from Jesus is King. And oh, I think so it does okay. line up. Cause I think that picture came out from around the Jesus is King timeline. Yeah. So okay. Maybe Eminem was always supposed to be on the verse and it just didn't get clear for whatever reason. Okay. And now they're putting a remix out. So yeah. yeah. It, it, cause that, yeah. that ver- originally had malice on it. And push a T, so like eclipse the first clips reunion we had at that point. So. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Okay, okay. I see that. Okay. So, yeah. I guess it makes sense because the album is called God Did. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it made perfect sense for you know Khaled to want that. Okay. Yeah. So it kind of lines up with the theme, I guess. But yeah. So. Yeah, check it out. Um, yeah, drunk. That was the remix. I didn't catch it at first. I, I didn't either. It when I was looking up, because I honestly I put most of that Jesus King album out of my memory. 
<laughs> Aside from Follow God, which is one of my favorite Kanye songs, I love that song. But everything else on that album, we could have gone without, man. Mm. Like, that was just a, a weird <laughs> era of Kanye, period. Yeah. And, yeah, so I kind of put that behind me. I cannot forget. That and Ye are two albums I kind of forget even came out. Yeah. You know. I, I went. I, it's crazy. I went back to Ye not that long ago. Mm-hmm. And, um... It clear to me. It clearly sound rushed, yeah. But I ain't gonna lie. It's not as bad as Jesus is King, man. Oh wow, Jesus is King. Uh, it was kind of rough, man. Like this, you could tell he was trying to figure this gospel route out, and you know, I think he did a really good job with Donda. But um, Jesus is King. It was like you know, I hate gospel rap. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much gospel rap. <laughs> And you know, it, like I, I would go back to Yay before I go back to Jesus is King. Yeah, me too for the most part. Aside for Follow God, um, yeah, that was a, um, you know, that was a rough era for Kanye fans, man. And, Junk says and, I do have to say it's amazing how Khaled able to get all these different verses from different people. Yeah, I never really understood. I'm sure it's an article that really explains how he's this super connected guy who could just get a verse from anybody including people who don't give verses out that much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that's just doing favors for people being connected and whatever he's done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, I get him paying for it too when he has to, yeah. but yeah, he just seems like to be the most connected guy in the industry ever. Yeah. He might, know? he might be the only one that could get any verse he wants. Pretty much. Like anybody, even, I'm even throwing Jay Z in there, man, because remember Jay Z couldn't even get the damn Ghostface Killer verse. Yeah, <laughs> Ghostface Killer couldn't even he couldn't even get him. That's fucking Jay Z. So um, he might be the one that could get any verse he want or any type of production. It seems like it, man. And um, yeah, he's usually the worst part of his own song, which is pretty funny. <laughs> I just don't like his. He's still saying another one, dog. Like, how long is we? Are we ever gonna leave this another one shit alone? How long ago was that? It feels like it was ten years ago. He started yeah. that shit. Yeah, remember how it started? The same ad libs. Another one. Remember how it started? <laughs> From the fucking. Not really. It was a video. I I, I want to say it was Future, Chris Brown. It was like four niggas on the R and B song. Mm-hmm. And um, in the video, he was giving girls. Uh, he was giving this girl like a stack of money. And he was like, yeah, another one. You want this? Another one. And then what about this? Another one. He, he kept doing that, and people was actually laughing at that shit. Like, it was like a joke on the internet. So he kind of ran with it. <laughs> I am glad he stopped the major key shit and major key alert. I'm glad he put that to bed because that was super annoying. It was funny at first because he used to be on this like inspirational. I think he was doing vines and shit back when he, now it's popping. Snapchats. No, it yeah, was Snapchat. snaps and all that stuff. Yeah. And he'd be like, major key alert. Some <laughs> bullshit generic advice about being positive and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Oh, that was a song. I hold you down. <laughs> that yeah. was the song. Yeah, the video. And he was like, another one. And he like, you remember it? You loyal. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you this. <laughs> he was doing something. And like, I'm gonna buy your mom a house. I'm about a house. Get another one. It, 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 it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, Khaled, he he could put that to bed though. That's been too long. Another one. Another one. Another <laughs> one. Enough. 
Get some new ad libs, please. Get another one. <laughs> get another <laughs> fucking drop to put on your shit, man. Uh, so yeah. Uh, also, I didn't bump this man, but I did see it came out. Uh, Rock Marciano on the Alchemist dropped an album called The Elephant Man's Bones. Mm-hmm. Nigga, did you by any chance listen to this project? I did. I had to kind of. Wash out your ears, yeah. Yeah, I had to, I had to take it hip hop, man. I had to go. I'm like, he ain't about to let me down. <laughs> like this is straight hip hop. Yeah, you. yeah. But um, I thought this was a good project. I know Tad probably ain't gonna like this because Alchemist. <laughs> you don't like Alchemist beats. <laughs> yeah, he got um. It's a couple songs he ain't use no drums, <laughs> so it's a little. It, it might be a little snooze fest, but um. If you into that type of hip hop, I think you'll like this album. You could, you you know what you're getting for Rock Masiato. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it's similar. It's not as gritty as um, like Griselda, and um, quite frankly, I feel like he, way more lyrical than Griselda too. So um, take that how you want it. But I th- I thought it was a cool project, man. Something something good. If you ain't in the hip hop mode, check it out. Yeah, I checked that out this weekend for sure, man. Alchemist is usually delivers all the time. So yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna look into that. Um, so without further ado, I guess it's time to catch up on some topics that have happened in the past week. Um shit, I don't even know where to start. I guess we'll just start at the top of our rundown. <laughs> How do you feel about this fucking AI rapper? Uh, tab put the hey don't disrespect alchemist okay he's a hip-hop <laughs> legend tab all right and he's white like you okay don't be disrespecting your fellow white brother i know right? y'all supposed to stick together <laughs> man <laughs> keep that same energy y'all be keeping with uh eminem <laughs> yeah 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 i don't think tab likes eminem either i don't think he likes any white rappers do you tab well do you like any white tab people don't like rap? white people at this point man <laughs> I don't think Tab fuck with white people, man. He might not, man. He might not. (laughs) Uh, So let's talk about this fucking dumbass AI rapper, man. So (laughs) apparently there was an AI-generated rapper called FN Mecca, (laughs) who was apparently, I guess, created by some white folks. Yeah. And he got signed to a major deal somehow, Capitol Records. Mm-hmm. And I guess some clips of this stupid ass thing started going around <laughs> and then they found out that he was saying nigga this nigga that. And and first off, the the whatever they used to make this dude, he looks ugly as fuck, man. Yeah. He looks like what a racist would draw as a rapper. Yeah. Basically. If a Just race, some ridiculous. Yeah. If you told a racist to draw a rapper, yeah, draw that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he looks completely ridiculous, man. And uh, so they apparently signed him, and then they found out it was circulating that he was saying nigga this, and then the people who were involved with making him and creating him were white. So, of course, that caused an uproar, and then Capitol Records immediately cut ties <laughs> with this stupid-ass idea, <laughs> and and that was it apparently <laughs> they've apologized to the black community for it um and yeah so that's that's pretty much it for that how do you think about the uh the the ai rapper and do you think there will this is the future figgy do you think that 
we will eventually have like AI rappers in the metaverse <laughs> who are big stars when you go to the metaverse concert and chill out with him and uh, Mark Zuckerberg in the front row. <laughs> Man, l- l- let me be clear. I think this, uh, w- uh, what we see this FM Mecca do or whatever it is, this robot or virtual thing. I think that was a rough idea. I, I didn't like that. I, um, it, it, it's tough. It's tricky, man, because like you don't know what's behind anything at this point. And you know, with them saying, "Hey, this you know this white person created it," and they shut it down, rightfully so. I'm 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 good with that. But um, honestly, I can see this being the future, man. <laughs> Because you already got a lot of characters in fucking um, what's the fucking games they be playing the um the uh what what's the one popular game these kids be playing now? Um, shoot, the, everything. Roblox is one. The one um, all these artists be performing on. The uh Fort, Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah, I think, Travis Scott did Fortnite. But I don't yeah, know if a lot of artists do. Shows yeah, but, Fortnite, but yeah, but, but shit like that. Um, I think. I think Meg might have did Fortnite at one point. But um yeah, I dude, I can see this actually happening. I was really sh- surprised that a record label signed this thing. And um, you know, I know it got shot down, people kind of laughed at it, but I can see I can see people creating a um a thing like this, man. Like, like if I'm Let's say I'm an artist. Let's say somebody like uh, somebody that got some time in the game, like Snoop or something. I can see him getting with a team and creating some type of virtual rapper, and it's you know it's kind of behind Snoop. Like Snoop is somewhat the face of it. This is Snoop virtual artist or some shit, and you got some writers writing the music and all that shit. I can see I can see that being a way. I can and when you look at Let's say some of these younger kids that's into the to the gaming and the Fortnite type of shit. I can see a song, you know, some type of song going viral by somewhat of a virtual rapper that that's not even real. And, you know, a, a, a platform like a TikTok helping this song go viral. So I could, you know, maybe it, it might not happen anytime soon, but I can see, you know, some type of artists or record labels creating something like this and seeing what it do. And to be honest, man, how, you know, I feel like it might even be a little easier, man, because you're not dealing with a real person mm-hmm. and you only dealing with the people that's writing a song and probably the graphics person that's, <laughs> that's creating the player. So, you know, you know, look, I love rap. I love the artists. And, you know, I feel like that won't ever go out of style. But, um, man, if I'm a record label and I just got somebody creating the the graphics and I just got somebody in the background writing the songs, like, imagine how much money you can make without dealing with the bullshit that, you know, rappers go through. I think, man, I think it's something there, man. (laughs) Like, I know a lot of people shot it down. They thought it was a little goofy, but. I think it's something there. I think if it's the right person behind it and, um, you know, not no white dudes making a, a fucking stereotype of a rapper or something, but I think it's something there, man. 
Yeah, I mean, I think the VR shit is going to be the future. Um, I, at this point, it's just too rough to get people to buy into. Um, like everybody's been clowning that metaverse picture that Mark Zuckerberg put out, where it's like, you know, it looks so shitty in the background. It looked like a fucking 2001 PS2 game or some <laughs> shit. So, I mean, it's in a rough space right now, but I do think it's going to be the future, man. The possibilities are with VR, like, you be in front row at an NBA game, you be in front row at a concert or some shit like that. It's going to yeah. eventually take off and be everywhere. Mm-hmm. But um, I, th- right now, like some of this shit that like, I guess is growing pains, but it's just not working out, man. Um, and I think the problem with them is they did a rapper because there are virtual artists out there. Um, if you ever heard, there's a really big virtual pop star in Japan called Hasune Miku. Okay. And she's like really big and she's big over here too, but she's completely virtual. They made up her lyrics in this program with her singing. So everything is AI generated with her. Damn. And she's like one of the biggest stars. She got all this merch. She got all these video games and shit and she's everywhere. So I think you could do it with the pop star. Because, you know, you're just making pop music. You can't do it with a rapper, man. You can't do it. Because with rappers, we want to see authenticity. We want to feel like the lyrics are more personal with rap. Because we expect the person who's rapping is actually writing the shit. So there's more personality attached to rap that you can't just put in a fucking VR person, man. Like, we're not going to buy that. It's going to be too corny. With pop stars, it doesn't matter because they don't write their own shit. It's, they're just making catchy anthems people to dance to and whatever. Yeah. So, but with like, w- but with rap, it's different. It's not going to work for rap, man. I don't think there's ever going to be a, a VR rapper that's really going to take off like that, just because of how we consume and view rap. Yeah. You know? I I think. I think we won't respect the VR rapper because you know we come from back in the day where we like to see. We, you know, we like to see the motherfucker. We, we like a real person. Mm-hmm. But um, to me, I think if you if you just throw out a catchy ass song that these younger kids that don't, you know, that that's always on the fucking internet and all that shit anyway. If they just if somebody just discover that song and it's hard, and they find out it's a, a VR rapper or something like that, an AI rapper. I think they I think they won't give a shit, man. <laughs> they just gonna be like, damn, this song hard. Because it you because remember back in the day, remember the um that old ass song that show bus show day, show bus show. Mm-hmm. That song, like that was a fake fucking song. And everybody from our age was like, Man, that song hard, that song hard. And it's just like, damn, like I was a little offended because it's like, man, this song is a fucking joke. And y'all supporting this shit. <laughs> But I think it'd be more people, especially younger people, on board with this shit. Now, I agree with you. I don't think it'll last long. I don't think they could do a whole rollout where it's like, hey, this this person is performing on Fortnite or some shit like that. But um, I think it's possible where they can make something from it. But I agree with you. I think the pop, I think the pop stars, the um I think that'd be more possible than rappers. I I don't think we're respected at all. I think we're gonna yeah. be like, what the fuck is this? But people that's maybe twenty two and under, these um these little kind of nerdy gamers, I think they will. 
I think they would support it more. And we'd just be looking at them like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I think that'd be more the audience than us. Yeah, I don't know. I have to see it to believe it, but anything's possible in this fucking world I've learned. So I don't even bother to predict things because you never know. Holly Rich Worshipper, what's up? Uh, you what say up? gorillas features animated rappers. I mean, kind of, but they're real people. Like Dale the Funky Homo Sapien is a real person. Like they're, they're a real band. They just have animated avatars behind them. But I, it's kind of the same thing, I guess, but kind of kind of not because ai i assume all this is being generated i guess somebody was actually rapping for this guy yeah. but it's like their entire image is supposed to be this ai generated type thing so i, I think it's kind of different but I, I i think they were like the 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 people who kind of broke ground on that whole whole thing first yeah drunk says if the song is fire people won't care especially if it's an absolute banger yeah, I, I guess I, I th- guess I think people will fuck with the song but I just don't know about the whole rollout as an artist like merch I, like you know you you me and you probably like the fucking song but we not buying no t-shirt <laughs> we not you know going to a virtual concert or whatever the case may be we might like the song and just keep it moving but um I'm not sure. Maybe maybe the younger crowd would be into it, trying to go to a virtual concert or something like that. But um, me personally, I won't be interested in that. Like, I, I mean, I'm not the biggest concert person anyway. But if I'm going to mm-hmm. go and pay concert tickets for a concert, I want to see the motherfucker on stage. <laughs> I would assume like a VR concert would be severely discounted. It wouldn't be like Coachella prices <laughs> to be there in real life. Um, but who knows, man? Um, yeah, like, like I said, the possibilities for VR are, are kind of endless, but we're just not there yet. Gaming yeah. is not there yet either. Um, yeah. I'll be looking for like, cause PS5 is about to put out a new VR headset and I'll be looking at games and it's like, there's not many yeah. games that are out there. They look cool, but they just look like the types of shit you'd probably play for like an hour and then get tired of it. It's very gimmicky type shit. There's yeah. not a game where it's like you put yourself in a world and you could do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So it's I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be it'll get there eventually, but it's just not there yet. I agree. Tab says Figgy is 100 percent correct because a banger is a banger, but you get to know like and like the artist, the story behind the lyrics. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What rap is. Yeah. I guess rap now is just people faking bullshit anyway. So maybe yeah. it's all the same. Who yeah. knows? And, and see, and that's a good point because remember back in the day, if some, if we found out somebody wasn't writing their shit, their career mm-hmm. was over. Now the, the whole, when the whole Drake and me shit ca- happened, people was like, Oh, who cares? Who cares? And why do it matter? And that kind of changed the whole game a little bit because now it's like, people don't give a shit if they not living that, shit for real <laughs> some like if they really liked the song like drake survived that shit i know he was i know at the time he was getting hammered by some you know some real hip-hop dudes but i think most of his fans didn't give a shit they were just they just cared about the music and so now it's like damn like i guess they you know they don't give a fuck about the story or at least with certain certain artists they don't i guess you got to be a super big artist but um, some of them didn't care about that Drake shit at all, and yeah, you ain't really slow. Me of, uh, like the ransom uh song by Lil Tecca, 
that was real big. And then he went on that uh, genius show and just basically admitted he lied and all those lyrics. He don't do any of that shit, which I believe because he looks like a little nerdy ass dude. So you don't even look like the type of dude to talk about the shit he said in that song. But it's cash and people didn't care. So mm-hmm. I guess in this new generation, anything is possible. Maybe there will be an AI rapper that pops off. It just can't be racist. Yeah, I think, yeah, like I said, I think if somebody um, get behind it, 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 it can't, like I mentioned Snoop, it can't be Snoop because he's a little older. But mm-hmm. if it was somebody like, let's say, um, let's say NBA Youngboy uh, came out and said he got a virtual artist or some shit. And it's similar to what NBA Youngboy be putting out anyway. So I think a lot of people will probably fuck with that shit. <laughs> Because I heard, I actually heard the um, the um, this AI rapper here we uh, we've been talking about, and I wouldn't even known it was a uh, AI rapper. He sounds just like some regular nigga in 2022. And um, yeah, I, like I said, if the song sound all right, people gonna I think especially the younger crowd they gonna fuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sidebar, though, Snoop Dogg is pissing me off with this fucking metaverse shit he's doing, man. <laughs> Put the Chronic and Doggy Style back on streaming, please. What the fuck is wrong with him, man? He really took that shit off. He's really trying to bu- go all in on this metaverse bullshit. He's, <laughs> has anybody heard that album with all them rappers on it? What was they fucking called? It was a group with Snoop, Ice Cube, Too Short, and E-40. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mount I Westmore. Forgot, I forgot about Has that. Has anybody heard that album? Apparently, nope. it was out. Nope. <laughs> Has anybody heard that shit? I think it was tied to some metaverse bullshit he was doing, man. He needs to stop. Okay? <laughs> it, let somebody young be the face of this metaverse shit. It can't be Snoop. And give us back the chronic and doggy style, man. Stop yeah. bullshitting, okay? I was looking for some shit. I couldn't even find it on Spotify because he took it off. Yeah. I, yeah. Side side note, I hate I hate the way we get our music now, man. I, I miss the old CD days because remember uh, the last time we did the podcast, we was talking about the game album, mm-hmm. and one of my favorite songs on the album was Game and NBA Young that NBA Youngboy song. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. fucking took it off, man. <laughs> they took that song off. Uh, you know how pissed I was. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe they took that song off, man. And. And th- uh, what made it even worse was hearing whack 100 whack ass explaining why mm-hmm. t- they took it off because of the budget or some shit. It's just like, man, what the fuck? Like, that, like why the fuck did you put uh, that's what like I like that we get to, you know, listen to music the way we do now. But I hate how they could just take the fucking song off and it's over. Yeah. Like, damn, man. Like, that song, that was, I like that song a lot, man. That was a good song, man. And yeah. YB actually was good on it. Yeah. I'm sure now, like, he said he's going to put it back on, presumably without the Young Boy verse. But yeah, that was a good song, man. That sucked. But it was kind of hilarious that that happened, though. That's yeah. what, it, like, what the, the fuck? fucking, he got 31 yeah. songs on there, man. And that was the one song he took off, man. Yeah. Well, that, that and the Nipsey one, yeah, yeah. it was technically didn't even make it, but yeah, yeah. Um, so the, that game album is just something else, man. It's yeah. wild. Drunk says it's crazy how they snatch songs and change lyrics. Yeah, it kind of is, man. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like I think physicals is overrated now, but there there is some merit to like, look, if you bought the uh, physical version of Beyonce's album 
when she dropped it. That's the only way to get them songs now, unedited, mm-hmm. with, the, with the S word in it. They're not yep. the S word, but with the, the SP word. Yeah, with, that we can't say with, no more. With Khalees, um, yeah, with it. the Khalees sample. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way we can get it. Who knows? She might go back and edit some other shit. Yeah. So right now, if you got the physical when it first dropped, that's the only way you can have those songs in their original form, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But that's just the new, the new world, man. They. You don't own shit anymore. They can change whatever they want when they want to change it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, weird shit. New yeah. new age. Yeah. Um, other things that have happened this week. Oh, yeah. We mentioned this earlier with the Quavo and Takeoff song on the DJ Khaled album. Offset is suing Quality Control, his label, QC. Mm. QC the label, but apparently not anymore because Pierre P. Thomas is being sued by Offset, who is saying he blackballed him and he claims to own the rights to his own material that he bought. He, I guess he's saying he bought his masters while QC is saying they still own his masters. Mm, mm, mm. So it seems like Offset is just trying to go fully solo at this point and QC and P are saying nah. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, uh, I think everybody, I, I didn't see this coming. I knew they, uh, Migos had some problems with QC back in the day, a few, little, little while ago, but I thought that all got ironed out. But yeah, with all this, with them going solo or them splitting apart, I didn't think it was an issue with, uh, Offset and P, but yeah. apparently it is. Um, Offset got on Twitter. He's been, uh, speaking out about this a little bit. Um, first QC LKP actually responded first. They said the last lawsuit was filed publicly and dismissed quietly. Let's see how this one go. Then too real for all this lame shit. Everyone know the real problem. Then Offset said, I paid millions to get my rights back. I ain't spoke to you in two years. Now I drop and you want your name on my credit. And he said, uh, yeah. So apparently I guess he dropped something recently and Offset is claiming that P is trying to take a slice of it because they own his shit still. And I don't know. I'm assuming that's how it's all going down. Yeah. Drunk says, yeah, this is shocking, man. This is, this is shocking. I never would have predicted this. It, it, I thought QC and Migos was family. It, yeah. yeah. And remember remember early on when um, we're, uh, I think we thought they was breaking up anyway. Yeah. And um, we thought they was going to get, because they all related. <laughs> I think, or mm-hmm. at least the Migos related. And so, um, yeah, we thought it was just a little something, something, and they'd get back together. But I'm, I'm kind of curious now if, um, if Quavo and um, Takeoff are good, you know, with QC and all that stuff, and maybe Offset wanted to dip out, and that's where the problem kind of came in a little bit. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like if. I feel like like I don't think the Migos are beefing necessarily, but I also feel like if they supported Offset in what he's doing and saying, they wouldn't be releasing music like this. Mm. They probably try to stand in solidarity and say, nah, free our free our boy or we ain't cutting no more music either. Yeah. But the fact that they're and they're together. Yeah. They're not even doing shit separately. They're together. Yeah. So just Migos minus one. Yeah, and they're doing their own thing it, while Offset is struggling with the label. 
Yeah, and I think that says something too. Yeah, it seemed to me now that I look at it, it seemed like it's um, it seemed like it's offset that that want to get away from that. Maybe he the one that's having the you know disagreement with management and you know the label and all that stuff, and maybe the other two are good. Maybe because we kind of seen the same thing with Jesus and Mero a little bit. How um, I think their their breakup is is kind of because of uh, management a little bit. Like one person is good with the management and the person that been managing them, and the other person not. So I wonder if it's somewhat similar to that, where you know Offset maybe he see a bigger picture somewhere else. You know he got Cardi B, he uh, married to Cardi B, so maybe they want to dip out and do something else. And it's kind of, I guess, the label kind of give giving him a little problem with doing that. Yeah, it seems like it. Um, I guess they, uh, I don't know. Maybe he used to call Jay Z, get him out this deal. Maybe Jay Z got to pull some strings <laughs> for him. Uh, Drunk says, y'all think QC really blackballing Offset, or people just ain't rocking with his music like that? Um, yeah, I don't see how he's being blackballed. I mean, yeah. I don't think anybody on QC like look at their label. They got Migos. Lil Baby, Lil Yachty, City Girls, Duke Deuce, Bankroll Freddy, and some other artists who ain't even got pages up. Yeah. But like, have any of them had issues releasing music? I feel like they drop all the time yeah. when they want to drop. Yeah. And Lil Yachty even got something coming out soon, I think. So, like, who? I don't know, man. I feel I've said his drop solo work before. Um, and, and he's dropped solo shit since this breakup. It ain't yeah. really been hitting like that. So, yeah, all artists think they'd be in blackball, though. That's he, yeah, one thing he I've might, he probably, they, all, they all think they'd be in blackball. He probably used this word or this term loosely. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's probably a disagreement where, you know, he probably want to get his masters and dip. And, you know, these labels ain't about to give you your masters so you could dip somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And they probably put a halt to all of his shit right for, uh, for the time being or something. It, it, it probably just a, uh, a disagreement because if they was good, they wouldn't be blackballing them. Yeah. So it, it probably a little disagreement and, you know, he probably like, well, I ain't putting nothing out or they probably saying, well, we can't put nothing out then if you want to leave or some shit. It, it's a disagreement and he probably just said they blackballing me. Offset just dropped a video yesterday for mm. a song code with Money Bag Yo. He looks ridiculous in this video, by the way. Really? He looks wild, man. Like, what the fuck is going on in this video? But uh, yeah, this video is strange. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm listening to it a little bit. And it's like, eh, it ain't hotel lobby. It ain't hotel lobby, man. <laughs> hotel lobby is a hard ass song. Um, it ain't that. I gotta listen to it a little bit more closely, but. Yeah, I don't know if he's being blackballed. I just don't know if the music's all that good. Yeah. Drunk is asking a good question. Uh, who was the Beyonce of Migos? Um, now, we used to say Quavo, but then he dropped a solo album. That was the worst of the solo albums of the Migos. <laughs> so we took that back. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, at one point, I would have said Offset. Because I thought his album was pretty good, and I thought he had the most mainstream appeal. Plus, him being uh, hooked up with Cardi, yeah, would make him like the most popular one. 
But I don't know if that's true. I mean, a lot of fans have shifted to the takeoff as the best Migos side, I feel. He went from the, he went for the most underrated one to the yeah <laughs> to the best one. Uh, Drunk says takeoff was Kelly Rowland. I mean, maybe, but but then like who is no, Michelle? I, I'll say that I don't think anybody's Beyonce yet. Yeah, I'll say that much. I think if takeoff is Kelly Rowland, I don't. I wouldn't put uh, either Quavo or Offset as Beyonce. If yeah. takeoff is Kelly Rowland, so. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think back in the day, uh, back then, I think people used to say Quavo was the Beyonce because he was always the one in front. He was always on the hook. What what is Offset doing in this video, man? (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) what is he doing? Is this the Cardi B effect? Look at look at this. (laughs) This nigga dancing with some Technicolor shit on and. Dog, what's going on with Offset, man? What is that background? That background is tripping me out. What the fuck yeah. is going on, man? This is like a fucking Windows screensaver you rapping against. <laughs> what's going on, man? <laughs> he, he, the Cardi B, the dog, this nigga really dancing. <laughs> man, he need to get back with his brothers, man. Get yeah, back with the man. team, man. <laughs> like... <laughs> What's going on with this video? I know y'all listening on the podcast. You look up this song is called Code with Money Back Yo by Offset. Um, yeah, this is some other shit, man. I don't know. This is the, the Cardi B influence saying, babe, you gotta stun on them. You, you gotta get more production and flair in your videos. But <laughs> this shit is wild, man. What, what's offset doing here, man? Yeah. Oh, and the man. hotel lobby video was great too. Like I like that video, of, yeah. Here in Logan in Las Vegas. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with Offset, man. I don't, I don't know. know what's going on here, dog. He probably but. was the problem the whole time. <laughs> so you actually might like the Migos again now. Yeah, <laughs> they might. They yeah. actually might drop a fire album now. I think Offset was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> he might be, man, because I wasn't a fan. I know people like Culture Three. I wasn't a big fan of it, but I've been a fan of everything that uh, Takeoff and Quavo have dropped since yeah. the supposed breakup. So. I don't know, but that video wasn't it. <laughs> I ain't heard the vi- the song enough to judge it, but that video wasn't it. I like the I little. What. I, it's funny how the little parts um, of you you kind of got the the remake of the uh, first of the month video, b- the bone video where you got Duh. them rapping in front of the camera a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, that. <laughs> that video reminded me of the Jay Z Sunshine video. <laughs> Where it was super Technicolor mess. He's rapping all close to the screen. He's doing little dances in some fancy suits. Yeah. And that was Jay-Z's worst video that still gets clowned to this day. This <laughs> reminds me of that. Like a new age version of the Jay-Z Sunshine video. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that was, but that wasn't it, man. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what I, Offset really... I guess he really pushing to be a Beyonce, though. He want to dance yeah. and sing and maybe even want to be singing in the future. I don't know, but yeah, that he got video. An, he got another video called Five Four Three Two One. Have you heard that? That it looked like uh, that came out not that long, a couple of days ago, the twenty second. Yeah, so how? Yeah, he only. I he. I guess his YouTube page is pretty new, but he dropped two videos or two singles in the past two weeks. This is another. Yeah, this is another so, video. Okay, this. uh, 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 What is going on? (laughs) (laughs) 
this nigga at a carnival. What the? <laughs> what the, what yeah. the fuck is he doing, what? man? <laughs> Come on, this nigga man. on the swing. Come on. <laughs> I want to hear this, this song so rapping, bad, man. <laughs> this nigga rapping gangster bars at Disney World, man. What's going? He's in a bumper car now. What's going on now? What's going on with Offset? This nigga eating ice cream. What the fuck is going on, dog? What do you what think this, this song sound like? Oh man, I bet it's some generic trap shit. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks super weird. Now I gotta hear it. I gotta get like, a little preview of this damn song, man. Let me hear it. <laughs> you want me? You want me? Try it? Nah, don't, no, don't. No, 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 I ain't gonna do it. Down, man. They might fuck around and take it down anyway, just for having yeah. a video up. But yeah, and uh, okay. Um, the the song itself is very generic trap shit. Is I was it? right. <laughs> it was generic trap shit. But I don't know what this what this video is, man. What's going on? This what's going on? With Offset, man. You know what this looked like? This looked like he lost all of his friends and and family. <laughs> So he's like, I'm about to go to, I'm about to go to Six Flags by myself then and have a good time. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, it seems like drunk. I think he he's trying to do some kind of Missy Elliott type thing, but the problem is Offset just don't have this kind of personality. Like None if of them he had this personality. Yeah, this nigga smiling and dancing. He really is dancing hard too. By yeah. the way. <laughs> Everybody looking at him like, what everybody, the fuck is going everybody on? Everybody in the background like, who the fuck is this nigga? <laughs> Dog, this is, a, this is a video I would expect somebody's first music video to look like. No, you know, this look like a video he decided to shoot with just him and the cameraman. <laughs> like, they got, they got no... Selfie per- stick, man. Yeah, you know? they got no permits to shoot here. So they just pulled up at a at a carnival and, and started Dog, recording. There's no fancy editing. There's nothing going on here. It's just <laughs> straight up shots of him in the same place at a fucking carnival. <laughs> you what see people. Fuck? You seen the people in the back with their camera like recording them. Dog, look look at this. Look at this shit. <laughs> as soon as I said there was no editing, there's this goofy ass of blur effect he just put on for no reason. Yeah, that was bad, man. Like, how can you put stuff like that and then say you being blackballed? Okay, I would I, look. I might if I, blackball if, if, if his I was ass. P, I'd be like, I'd be like man, like, hey, let's cut it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't release nothing else until we get it approved. Until I, I until yeah. I see it. Like, what the fuck is this? Have you ever seen now, somebody do something so dumb where you like, man, you know what? Like, show me next time before you put this out, <laughs> so I can approve of it. <laughs> Dog, I don't know what's going on with Offset, man. I don't know what that was. I don't know. It is has to be Cardi B's influence. I, I'm con- I'm convinced now. This is how the Beatles broke up, man, over Yoko Ono, and yep. now he's on his. He think he's John Lennon now. Okay, <laughs> he want to be on some super artsy shit. Wait, did they clip the stream? Did they take us down? Drunk, don't fuck with us, man. Are we actually off? Wait, mm. are we actually off? Now I got to check, man. Are you fucking oh, with man. us? Did they take us off of YouTube? I got to double check, man. Damn, YouTube is a... Shit, YouTube. we got... Fuck! We Damn. got taken down, man. Fuck. Damn. All right. So I guess uh, we just can't play anything on this podcast at all. 
Yeah. Um, fuck, man. Are we still on Twitch? Uh, let me check. I know you double check Twitch. Man, that's yeah. some bullshit, dog. What the fuck? Yeah. If you listening to the audio version, we just got okay. We're on. still on Twitch. It's just YouTube. Um, tweet, uh, tweet, tweet, tweet that out on the official account, man. Let them know we're still on Twitch. We got taken off of YouTube because they some hoes. Don't want to <laughs> see black people advance. We're yeah. just showing a video that's already on YouTube, man. Okay, yes. what the we promoting fuck? y'all bitch asses, right? <laughs> Shit. So we're still live. We're still on Twitch. Yeah. Um, join us there if you was checking us on YouTube. Yeah, but that's some bullshit, man. I guess we just can't do shit. Fucking uh, Gestapo YouTube over here, Nazi regime. Yeah, I wonder how the fuck how this. the fuck do people be doing these damn reaction videos on here? I don't know. I guess they got <laughs> special permission. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What happened? Wait, so, wait. Uh, the, the, I hear the stream, man. What's going on? I ain't doing anything. Playing? No, ain't nothing playing. Oh, that's me. That's me. That's me. Maybe me. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> oh, we're back on YouTube, by the way. We're, we're back. back. Okay, we're back okay. on YouTube. Hold up. We're back. Okay. okay. Everything. Yeah, good? I guess we. we I guess we good. Appreciate okay. the YouTube. I don't know if they heard us. Yeah, man. <laughs> they saw man. that was some pig yeah. pen shit. On it YouTube, was man. man. Pig holding pen us mentality. Back. Maybe they just suspended us until we stopped playing the video. I don't know, but. Okay, we're back. Um, sorry about that. Technical difficulties. They're cracking down on us for playing the fucking offset video. Just even not no even audio just going. showing the offset video. Yes. I guess they knew we were making fun of it and offsets people were connected and they said yeah. take that nigga shit down. <laughs> <laughs> uh so sorry about that anyway. So yeah, that shit, I don't know what to say about it. Um, Offset need to go back in the lab and, and rethink his career because uh, them videos were strange. <laughs> yeah. Um, so moving on in in yeah. other suing news. <laughs> um, so I guess Jay Prince went ahead and put a, a post up <laughs> about Megan Thee Stallion and the claims she'd been making. Uh, he put up a post with Carl Crawford right next to him. And this post is pretty long. I'm not gonna read the whole thing in his voice because that'll take about 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, basically, he said uh that Megan and Rock Nation were lying about Carl Crawford. He said Carl discovered uh Megan a stallion and led to her distribution agreement with 300. Um and fit if they gave Megan 40% of his profits. And blah blah blah. Basically, she's saying that he's saying that she breached her contract with 1501, and yada yada yada. They also said that she's falsely alleging that 1501 leaked her album, which isn't true, apparently, according to him. And yeah, so yeah, basically, he's saying she's in breach of contract, and the stuff she's been saying about Carl Crawford is false. And I guess. Megan had time because she kind of snapped. She went on a, a tweet spree. <laughs> she basically said that she developed her own career and she was working on stuff before she even knew or got to 1501. And uh, she said she asked me renegotiate, not leave her contract, and they wouldn't do that. She said she called Carl Crawford greedy. 
Uh, this man keep getting on the internet with his backup talk like he made me. It's ridiculous. Was you writing my songs? Was you in me with me in my dorm room recording me rapping? Uh, all the ciphers. I didn't even know you. Um, blah, blah, blah. Is she also, I guess he claimed that she ain't really from Houston, which she kind of laughed off like, what the fuck? I, I think they, I, I think. I think he claimed that I guess uh don't know she she was a nobody in Houston. Like nobody knew her or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Um and she kind of ended it by saying I only respond when people say my name so all them weirdo comments about I'm looking for sympathy and attention is dead talk to me and I'm going to talk back when I feel like it. I don't need validation from the internet but I'm not weak either. Beat me in court not the comments section. And of course, I think uh, recently um, Megan is suing them for a million dollars in damages, I believe. And she's saying that she's to build her contract with 1501 and they're still holding on to her and saying she hasn't fulfilled it because they're claiming that some sh stuff she's been dropping is not counting towards an album like that. Something for the hotties project that came out they're saying that's not an album so blah blah born court shit basically another artist versus label situation um think what are your thoughts about this how you feel about the whole debate and argument and back and forth and how you feel about jay prince inserting himself into the mix as well man, to, to be honest man i think um i think both sides are being petty <laughs> at this point I, it's to me, it seems like it's a little more personal than business. Like I don't know. To, to me, it seems like they're they're both. Too, like I don't know what happened. I don't know if they were together at some point or what. But they seem like they. It seemed like a girlfriend boyfriend type pettiness, where they just keep going back and forth, back and forth. Where to the point, man. Like, like I don't even understand why. Um, like I don't. I, I kind of don't understand why Carl keep like it seemed like he kind of fucking with her a little bit. And I'm not saying he wrong or right, but it seemed like it's just little pettiness, man, where it's like, damn, just just let the lawyers talk at this point. And um, it seemed like they just keep going back and forth every other week, man. And um, I'm not sure who's right or wrong. It seemed like. um you know, it's, I, I think both sides can be. I think both sides can have a point. I think both sides can um can be you know be wrong at this point too. But um yeah, I'm not man. I I'm I'm really not sure, man. From from what it looked like is it looked like it was a lot of stuff done behind Carl's back, and you know a lot of deals was made behind his back, and. You know, I'm, I'm talking about the Rot Nation deal, the management deal, and it seemed like Rot Nation kind of wanted to get her out of the deal, and it clearly it, it been kind of tough. So, um, yeah, man, I I don't know if when this is this is going to be over, but it to me it seemed a little more personal, man. They don't even seem like it's a business thing because it seemed like they were super good at some at one point. And then all of a sudden, it seemed like she don't want to give him any credit at all. Because I look, I ain't I ain't really know who she was until the until the, the Carl Crawford shit. And um it just seemed like they it seemed like they 
it, Meg don't seem like she's hurt. It seemed like Carl was kind of hurt for some reason. Maybe he he's just super offended how he put all his money into her, and then she just dipped. But it's it seems super personal. It's getting petty. Where I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of tired of it a little bit, and um, I hope they square this away. But it 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 seems it seems super personal, man. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if it's personal, but um, I think the back and forth is getting a little ridiculous at this point. Um, like, let the courts decide. The fact that Carl and, and Jay Prince keep going to Instagram kind of shows that they're trying to get public opinion other than just letting the courts decide. Because it seems like every time they go to court, Megan Thee Stallion wins. And I don't know if it's just her legal team being way better or the fact that, you know, that they're in the wrong. Um, and yeah, drunk, I was kind of with you. You say I've kind of been on Carl Crawford's side since he believed he I believe he invested in her when nobody else would. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess Q-Tip, I think, talked about it before. He was shopping Megan Thee Stallion around. Nobody wanted to sign her. 1501 did invest some money into her. But I also have to say Megan Thee Stallion did a lot of legwork by herself. Mm-hmm. OK, she she put herself out there. And she was the one. And, and yes, I'm sure they helped in some form or fashion, but she, it seemed like she was doing a lot of the legwork as far as the promo, the social media stuff. Like she was doing those ciphers. She was doing them freestyles that was popping off on the Internet. So I think that was kind of from her. I think they both helped each other, man. I think it's a I think it. Can, I think both can be right. Like, I don't think one person just totally carried the other person. I think mm-hmm. they both I think they both uh I think it was, I don't want to say it's a match made in heaven, but I think they both helped each other get to where she is now. I don't think, I don't think it was like a, a situation where she wouldn't be her if it wasn't for him or vice versa. I think they both helped each other. I heard motherfuckers saying they made Meg, made Meg say, okay, so make another <laughs> Meg because they couldn't with Erica Banks. I thought she was going to be the next Megan Thee Stallion, but it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. So, Tal, I think you're right. It is pretty childish. Let the courts decide. I do think it's starting to seem desperate how 1501 is claiming that all these st- of the stuff that Megan is putting out is not an album. Like it is an album. OK, it counts. And you just let her go. You've made money off of her. It seems like they're scared to let her go and not have that money at this point. You know, mm-hmm. she's putting out the music. It's quality music. She's actually trying with it. It's not like she's putting she, her last album was actually a lot of effort put into it. You could tell. So let her go, man. OK, yeah. let let this beef die. Support your own artist. Build again. You got a roster. Improve her wrong. You know, that that's what you should take motivation from, I believe. Like prove her wrong. Prove that it was a lot of you guys doing it as well. Make somebody else blow up, you know. But like it's been so long as back and forth, just let her go. I feel at this point, you know, if she's fulfilled all her albums that she was supposed to fulfill under 1501, you got to let her go. But, you know, it's legal stuff. The court going to decide and we'll see what they decide. But it seems to be all in her favor since they're going to social media and saying and making these claims. So we'll see. Yeah. Do you do you think her being tied to this label is holding her back a little bit? I would think so, yeah. You you, th- you think that could be the reason her um sales are kind of low? 
or you think it would uh, like do you let's say you know they settle all of this stuff and she's scot-free she could kind of mm-hmm. do her own thing do you think we would i guess uh do you think we would see more of a meg the stallion than we already see or you think that time has peaked see i i can't say she's being held back or she's holding back until she's done because i feel like at this point what more can she do you got a beyonce feature you literally can't get bigger than a beyonce yeah. feature at this point man yeah and see okay. the, see the reason i asked that because remember she mentioned how um this might have been before the album or something like that remember she mentioned how they leaked the cover yeah they leaked the song they doing it it seemed like she was kind of making an excuse before the album even came out and then remember i think it was like a wednesday or thursday and she announced the album was coming out friday and so uh it seemed like she was kind of um she was already it seemed like she was already counting the album out already Mm-hmm. And and was pointing towards them as the reason why this album is coming out already. So um, that's why that's that, that's why I asked that question. Do um, you know once she's scot free? Do you think she uh, you know we we'll see her you know go up in numbers maybe do what she want to do? It seems like she already doing what she want to do, but I'm wondering if she using that. Uh, it seems like she kind of using that as the excuse. Yeah, um, I think the leak is legit because she's actually filing paperwork against the label, uh, WMG, to find out who leaked it and find their IP address. So Mm -hmm. if they leaked it and just like if it was an inside job, they wouldn't be going this far. So I think the leak actually happened. Um, But yeah, I mean, as far as sales, I think Megan, for whatever reason, is kind of polarizing as an artist, period. Um, I think a lot of fans or Tory Lanez fans who just don't like Megan for that reason. Some of them support her, but don't fuck with her music for whatever reason. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll see uh, uh, more. I don't know. See, that's the thing. I don't know what else she could do. Yeah. Like at this point, it seems like she's got, she's gotten awards. She's gotten the acclaim. She's gotten all these huge placements. You could argue that before she even deserved them, but I, I, she she's from the age town so i'm not gonna go that far but i don't i don't feel like what else could they do after she leaves 1501 to make her even bigger yeah. like i said you can't get bigger than a beyonce feature and she got that so what else can you do uh, outside of that to get even bigger than what you are i mean she got a major push mm-hmm. this is with carl crawford and 1501 in the picture as well so yeah. they're eating off that too so i don't know what else you can do yeah yeah, I'm 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 kind of curious too. I'm I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure exactly what she's get, taking home as far as money, but um, I mean, if it is true that she's getting forty percent, I feel like that's a lot for an artist. The split sixty forty, and she getting forty. But um, maybe you know, outside maybe she'll still be the same how she is now, but maybe she'll pocket more. I'm not sure. <laughs> but um yeah it seemed like she kind of um she kind of peaked a little bit so i'm curious i, I was kind of curious if she was using the whole you know just get me off this label as an excuse to you know this is why I'm, you know i'm kind of being held back a little bit and once yeah. i'm off this label then i'm a you know 
I guess I, you'll start seeing more numbers or her doing more things, even though I feel like she did a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, we'll know when it's wrapped up in court and when she's free of the label, we'll see. It could be an excuse. I think most artists will always use the leak as an excuse when there's a leak. You yeah. know, they did that back in the day, too. I don't think leaks are as big or prevalent as they were back in the day. You know, I don't think anybody said, oh, I'm going to download the Megan Thee Stallion album, and not stream it. Yeah. You know, so it's different from let me get this leak and not buy the album. Yeah. When we had to buy albums. Now you're just streaming shit on streaming apps. So yeah. I don't think anybody said, let me download and go through the hassle of putting this shit on my phone so I have to stream the album. I don't think anybody really did that. So yeah, it's, it seemed like it's more work. And unless I'm like a huge, I guess, hottie or fan or whatever, I'm I I can't I don't think I ever looked for anybody leaked album. Right. And uh, unless it's an album, I forgot the album, um, I think you checked out uh, what, the most deaf in the twi- yeah, uh, top. something Talent like quality. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I might be like, hmm, let me try to find that, see if I can f- find it. But even that, I was just kind of like, eh. <laughs> like I still haven't heard that album, so I'm like waiting for it to, uh, you know, uh, become available. So it's mm-hmm. it's that's it's not even that deep. So I wonder how many people is out here, you know, looking for the leak. Meg song or album and it, it just canceled them from going to the streaming service to listen to it when it come out. Yeah. The only thing you can argue is that it pushed up the release. I don't know when it was scheduled to release or not. That's the only thing you can you can argue. It, it that, fucked okay, up the there, there was out. a time we wanted to release it, but then we had to do it early because the leak came out and all this stuff came out before the time. Yeah, it fucked so, up the rollout. Yeah, that's all you can really say. And maybe that's true. I don't yeah. know, but, but, but like I said, yeah. we'll see when all this is wrapped up in court. Um, and yeah, drunk says two artists who got the best unreleased leaks: Playboy Cardi and NBA Youngboy. I don't know about Youngboy, but dog, Cardi's best music is unreleased. <laughs> I'll say that much. Damn. Cardi's best songs are unreleased shit that got leaked. <laughs> like there was shit. That's the reason I was so disappointed by whole lot of red when it finally came out. Because th- there was a whole album length of songs that leaked that were really good. Mm. And they never came out. <laughs> and we said, they're going to be on a whole lot of red. And they weren't. Except <laughs> for one, New Neon. That was a good song. <laughs> but, Doc, I agree wholeheartedly. I think Cardi's best music is unreleased. And will yeah. probably never be released, unfortunately. He just had another round of music re- a leak that was really good as well. So, so where do y'all be finding these leaks? music just on youtube or it it, they put it on youtube you gotta be quick because youtube takes shit down Mm. um reddit is the main place to go for leaked albums um there's a playboy cardi reddit where all the leaks get posted um any artist i'm sure young boy got one too but reddit is a place to look for leaks they usually stay up longer on that site so Mm. yeah that that's a place but soundcloud will have them up too YouTube will have them, but they always get taken down eventually, so it's rough. Okay. But yeah, so we'll see what happens with Carl Crawford and Megan Thee Stallion. We'll, I'll be happy when this drama finally finally ends and we can all move forward. Yeah. <laughs> um. Next up, let's revisit some things that happened last week that we ain't react to yet. 
including your boy. I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> with Deshaun. Look, you got to answer for your fans. Yeah, speaking speak, of okay? moving forward, we can finally yeah. move forward. <laughs> <laughs> you got to you got to answer for your Browns fans, by the way, and their behavior at the preseason games with their jerseys and their <laughs> shit. They were signs they were holding up. Fuck them hoes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on with that, man? But Deshaun Watson, uh, I guess they finally agreed on a suspension. It leaked actually before it was supposed to be announced. And it was yeah. funny because all the reporters were like, oh, I know did, this. Did you, did, you, did you hear the story how it was leaked? I didn't hear the whole story, but I heard that it was a kid that knew about, nobody knew that leaked it. Yeah, so a uh, little backstory. We actually had the kid on the show. Mm-hmm. And, and kid, I'm using kid loosely. He was 23. Yeah. But... um. So the guy, he's not a reporter. He's not a journalist. He's none of that. And um, he's just a casual sports fan in Boston. I guess I think he's a New England Patriots fan. So uh, he was kind of messing around. He created a sports page, and he was just going to, you know, do some updates on his own, you know, sp- sports fandom type shit. And um, he went to – so backstory, he's a, uh, he's a hacker. He's a, You know, he's a hacker. And he went to the NFL page and he found some loopholes in it. So he tried to uh, reach out to the NFL to say, hey, you got some, you know, your page is, you know, kind of open. You know, I, I don't know the hacking terms, but hey, your your page is not secure. And so um, the NFL didn't really get back to him. And somebody he kind of know a little bit, like I guess one of his sources, he, he told one of his sources and I guess they told the NFL. So the NFL ended up hooking them up with some like uh, pr- press passes and all this other shit for, you know, I guess pointing it out and, you know, pointing out the website. And so, um, so pretty much um, he was in Walmart and the dude, I, I guess the source ended up hitting him up like, hey, um, did you look on this website? It's some type of um, person that players personnel website or something like that. And it had a file in there. And so the dude ended up going on the file, like getting on that website before they even released it and seeing the file that that was a legit file that had the suspension on there. <laughs> so he grabbed it and, um, and he he just posted it. He like this look legit, so he just posted it. And um, people thought he was people thought he was a um, troll. <laughs> and it wasn't until I think it was Mike Florio from uh, Pro Football Talk said, "Hey, this shit is real. <laughs> this this pretty much legit." And then it just went viral. So he had it before everybody else did <laughs> because he was a hacker. And, and yeah, he tr- um, and he tried to tell the NFL from the beginning, like, hey, because he, I guess he ended up looking on the website. He ended up getting access to all of their contracts and all type of shit, man. Mm-hmm. So that you know, he could have he could have been an asshole. He could have been a bad hacker and just start releasing all that shit, or held the website hostage or some type of shit. You know, we we kind of dealt with that before, but mm-hmm. um. Yeah, he tried to look out for him, and they kind of, you know, they ain't really pay attention to him, and then eventually they end up coming back around. But 
Yeah, this nerdy dude who who is not a journalist, who don't really give a shit about it, uh, beat Schefter, he beat Ian Rappaport, he beat all of these top dogs, and pretty much, uh, I don't want to say he give, gave him a middle finger, but when we had him on the show, he was just like, yeah, who cares about who had it first? Somebody else going to get it in 20 minutes anyway. So he just show he pretty much just show all of the, these reporters how stupid they they be looking because they be trying to fight and get these stories so quick and everybody else gonna have it in two minutes anyway. So it was I honestly I honestly fuck with the boy after that man. I'm like damn like a dude who don't give a fuck about none of this shit end up getting the biggest story of the year before all of y'all. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a dope story. And honestly, that's how a lot of uh, people get IT jobs. You know, <laughs> they look they look for exploits in sites and they tell people, hey, your shit ain't safe. Yeah. Go ahead and hire them. Yeah. You know, there's that's, been a lot of cases of that happening. Yeah. I actually have a homeboy who used to do that. He used to um, go to people websites. And um, this was a little different, though. He used to go to their websites and say, hey, your website is under, you know, is is not safe at all and they will charge a certain price to fix it so they charge like a thousand dollars or some shit to you know fix the loopholes and so they'll just kind of go around and do that yeah no and some people hire them off full time like when some hackers get serious and say we've hacked your site they say nah come work for us and they'll actually be on the IT team so mm-hmm. yeah not good for him I th- do think he was right um that and drunk says there's some companies that will pay you if you can break into their system yeah it's like a little bounty like if you can mm-hmm. break into our shit we'll we'll pay you something so yeah um a smart way to do business um in a way but i think the kid was right nobody gives a fuck who breaks the story first man exactly and i would wager 99 of people who heard the deshaun watson news didn't even know about this kid Mm-hmm. You know, only a sports nerd really give a shit about who breaks the story first. Like, ooh, ooh, it's Schefter. Ooh, it's Woj. Ooh, it's Shams. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck who these people are, man. Yeah. They, they just want the story and the juice. Mm-hmm. And the juice is that Deshaun Watson, it will be suspended 11 games and fined, I believe, what, $5 million? Yeah, five, like five or six million. Yeah, yeah, that'll go to charity and some kind of fund for abused people, something like that. So, yeah, eleven games. So he's he's gonna be right back in Houston for the Cle for the Houston game, which <laughs> is very odd timing. He went from six games to NFL one of the full season suspension, indefinite suspension. To eleven games when he comes right back in time for the Houston Texans <laughs> against his old team. Figgy, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, how do you feel about the suspension itself? How do you feel about the, about the fact that it's going to be against the Houston Texans when he comes back? And how do you feel about the Cleveland Browns fans' reaction to all this? At least the stuff that's gone viral. Yeah. Um. At this, I, I was so tired of this, man. At this point, at this, at this point, I didn't care what the suspension was. I just wanted it to be over. Like I'm tired of the whole. Oh, how, how did he get this? But uh, Calvin Ridley got a whole year for betting fifteen hundred dollars. I just, I was just tired of the whole conversation. And nobody was gonna be satisfied on any side. He could have got a year. People would have felt like that was too harsh. 
But uh, we talked about it last time, man. If if all the stuff he allegedly did was that egregious, he shouldn't be playing. Any suspension wouldn't be right. Like he shouldn't even be in the league at that point. If if he really did what he did, so I just I to me I I just didn't see the victims sitting there celebrating like yeah he got eleven games or yeah he got a year. I I, I don't think anybody would have been satisfied. But um, to me, eleven games. I, I thought it was odd that it it was eleven games and not tw- because remember, I said twelve. I thought he was gonna have twelve, and we seen the reports of the NFL pretty much saying that I guess they didn't want the Houston game. Maybe that was a lie, mm-hmm. but um, I thought it was really odd that they they landed on eleven. So um, maybe the NFL kind of want to be a little spicy <laughs> by having them come back with it for the 11 game. Um, but as far as the fans, man, I, these fans is going with the signs and all that bullshit. People are idiots, man. Like, and, you know, I want to be fair. It's not all Browns fans. I know a lot of Browns fans, but. Most of my family are Browns fans. A lot of my friends in Cleveland are Browns fans. And some of them don't give a fuck about Deshaun Watson, the person. They just, like, I done had people hit me up and say, man, like, they need to get his creepy ass on the field (laughs) so he can win some games. (laughs) Like, they don't give a shit about Deshaun Watson, the person. They they just want him on the field. They 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 probably don't want them around their daughters or anything like that. Just straight up football, play on the field, ball out. And if he don't ball out, they're going to probably let him have it. So, um, yeah, these stupid-ass fans trying to get attention, and I hate that people was giving them the damn attention because it's like, all right, like, clearly, like, he he got a damn sign with his son for attention. So that shit was so stupid. But um, I kind of got a little – I don't want to call it a theory, but a prediction. I got a prediction because Deshaun Watson's supposed to come back um, after 11 games at NRG against his former uh, against his former team. I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns keep him out of that game, man. I, I because look, that's that's probably going to be the roughest game he's going to play in. Because you know we we saw the preseason game against Jacksonville and. They were chanting, you sick fuck, you sick fuck. And I think he probably going to get some of that smoke everywhere he go. But um, Houston by far is going to be the worst for him. I could see I could see the Browns just, you know, kind of sticking the middle finger up to the NFL and Houston, to be honest, and just keeping them out one more game. Because um, that game – with Deshaun Watson on the field at NRG, that I don't care what the Browns record gonna be or is gonna be, that's gonna be a hard game for the whole team, not just Deshaun, but the whole team. And I think if if Deshaun Watson is not on the field that game, maybe maybe the crowd will boo a little bit, but it won't be as bad if he's on the field if he's on the um, not on the field. So. I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns say, fuck it, just, you know, he's not up to speed yet, so we're going to sit him out this game and start his first game somewhere else. Now, if this was, let's say he got eight games 
then no, they wouldn't sit him out that game because he got a couple games under his belt. So he might be cool, but his first so that that Houston game, it would be 700 days since he last played a real game. That's a lot. Like that's a lot going on, especially, you know, to be your first game in Houston against this crap, I mean, in this atmosphere. So my little theory, man, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns decide to not play him in the in in the Houston game, as a you know you know making it easier for the Browns to play, and a, and kind of a, a a middle finger to saying, nah, we ain't about to put him on the field. Fuck it, fuck y'all. <laughs> like y'all knew what y'all was doing, giving him eleven games and not twelve. So I I could see I could see the and if I could see the Browns saying. Deshaun, just sit this one out. I think it depends on where they are in the season. I think if they're rolling with Jacoby Brissett or whoever's that quarterback and they're doing a decent job, I think they could definitely sit him. I think it would be very hard to justify if they're struggling and their franchise quarterback that they just paid a lot of, they're about to pay a lot of money for and signed to a huge contract if they just sit him out because they don't want his feelings hurt or they don't want it to be tough for the team. Like, he's going to get the smoke eventually, okay? They, they just got to get it but, over with. But see, the, like, but the worst smoke would be at NRG. That, that, yeah, that but would probably I mean, he's be eventually going to face that smoke, man. Like, somewhere or another, he's going to face that smoke. Event. He's going to play but, in NRG but, again but, at some but point. See, but see, but he has some games under his belt, though. But this is his first game on this. It'd be 700, it'd be 700 days since he stepped on the field at all. Mm-hmm. Played a real game, and you want that game to be the first game. The first game he stepped on the field in seven hundred days be at NRG with a sold. I'm guessing it's gonna be sold out with a sold out crowd where you played and you pretty much stuck your middle finger up to these fans. If I paid him two hundred something guaranteed, yes. But I think I, it would be. I think it would be harder for the Browns overall to win that game to play in that game. If he was on the field rather than if he wasn't on the field, because it, like the fans, ain't going to give a damn about the Browns overall. If he, if Deshaun not playing, but if he was playing, that would be a hard game on the whole damn team, not just Deshaun. So it, I think, it, I think it would be a little easier for them to win that game without Deshaun against the Texans than with Deshaun that first game back. I get what you're saying, but that just sounds pussy to me, man. Like I get what you're no, saying, but that just—they don't give a like, damn about being pussy. They try. They to, care about. They care about winning, man. And they already took all this shit from for getting Deshaun. They, they they've tanked their reputation already, man. So I feel like at this point, if I run the Browns, I'd be like, man, get your ass out there, okay? Face the smoke. We we sacrificed a lot for you, okay? You, you we're not gonna sit him to save his feelings, man. No, we gotta prove. He needs to prove that he can lead this team, man, in the rubber situation. Because, like I said, it's going to happen eventually. It, even if yeah. he didn't play, they're eventually going to play the Browns. It's going to be a sold-out stadium again, and they're going to root against Deshaun Watson. But see, he's going to get boot wherever he goes, man. But it's going to be rough for him regardless. But see, see the thing, see the thing I have against that is, it like even let's say the let's say that he play at NRG next year. Let's say sometime next year they play. I don't even think they're going to play the Browns next year. But um, let's say they play next year. 
he are at this point he got some games under his belt. So it's not like the first game he played since uh, twenty twenty. So at least he he got a little something under his belt. But this is this would be his first snap since twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So I think that's to me uh, putting him in that environment. I think that's kind of I think that's setting up. I I think that's setting the whole team up to fail. So if I'm the coach, like you could call me pussy or what. I'm saying fuck that. Like nah, if if, if Jacoby Brissett been playing and they decent, like I'm gonna just roll. I'm gonna just roll with that and just play on the next week. Well, I agree with that part. I do think, like I said, if if Jacoby is playing well and the team is doing okay, yeah, keep keep going. With what's working? But if they're struggling or losing pretty badly, put Deshaun out there. No, yeah. Um, Drunk says uh, a few things. He says, in a way, they did the Texans a favor because that game going to be a sold-out primetime game. It's not going to be primetime. Um, I think I don't think they can flex it. I don't think they would flex it. I yeah. think the Cowboys play that Sunday night. They're not going to flex after a Texans and Browns game. So I don't think it's going to be flexed. But, um, yeah, uh, um, it, 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 like it, – the, the NFL is WWE with that shit, I feel. It was very convenient that he's coming right back for the Texans game, so that's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and Drunk says, no disrespect to the Texans. The crowd going to be tough, but that's the easiest on-field game they can get. That's a good point, too. Okay? The Texans might be a horrible team. Yeah. And maybe yeah, that's, that's a, good, a point. good team to get his reps against. That that's a good point. They might be so, like this is I forgot what week did this is be the eleven game. They might be yeah. out of it. They might be, you know, you never know who might be hurt. They might be wrapping it up at this point. Mm-hmm. So it might be an easy game for them. So I th- I think I think it gonna I think they're gonna fill it out for real. But like I said, if it's if it's like this is his first game in 700 days, man. Like next year, he can play the Texans all he want. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. But just the very first game back, and and, and you know the crowd probably gonna be a little rowdy. I don't know how the team gonna be. The team might suck um, at that time where he could probably slice and dice them up. Mm-hmm. But um, just bringing them back. It, let's say they played week 12. Let, let's say they uh, or they played the Texans week 13 or something like that. I think it'd be cool. I wouldn't hide them or nothing like that, but just that very first game back, man. I, you know, I would. I think that'd be a big middle finger up to everybody, and just kind of hiding them from the crowd. To be honest, yeah, like I said, it would depend on where the team is. Um, but the junk brings up a good point about the Texans being a, a potentially easy team for him to come back. Plus, he'll have the battery in the back, man. Like yeah. we saw just last night or just this past Texas preseason game, Charles Menehu <laughs> on the 49ers was doing a whole lot, man. Yeah. He had one sack and one he got a a, a, a pass. He got he got he fuck he got a penalty because he was doing too much trying to get the quarterback. <laughs> but uh I think he uh when when they play their old team, man, you get that extra battery in your back, you get charged up. I think Deshaun is he could be motivated to play the best he's ever played against the Houston Texans in NRG. He could be. Yeah. He could be I like, think he fuck would. this city. Fuck everything y'all put me through. I mean, this is his perspective. I'm not saying it's yeah. right or true. But yeah. he, he might have that extra battery in his back. He might go out there and look like uh fucking Michael Vick 
on the Eagles versus the Redskins that one night where he bought the fuck out and went crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I think um, he will. Yeah, they got the Bengals the next week. I don't know if you want to put Deshaun Watson out against the Bengals first game. So, yeah, yeah I was about to say he got the Bengals, yeah, Bengals, Ravens and Saints. So that, yeah, he got to play the might, Texas game. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got to play the Texas. Bengals and Ravens back to back, coming back from seven hundred days from your last NFL game. Yeah, he needs to play the Texas game. I'll take everything <laughs> back. Now put him out there, no matter what, because that's a crazy yeah. lineup. Man. Yeah, but yeah, we'll so. see. We'll see how things go. Yeah, I, I, I think he he definitely gonna be rusty. He looked rusty in the one preseason game he played. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna be at that game for sure. Oh, so yeah. uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how everybody you gotta be incognito, is. Man, you gotta be incognito. Don't let anybody know you from Cleveland. All right, it, shit, everybody it's know. Be hot out there. It's about to be a whole <laughs> bunch of fans. It's crazy. It's about to be. A, it's a whole bunch of Cleveland fans here too. So it might be a lot of. <laughs> it might be a lot of Browns jerseys. And, and then you. What's funny you is got the Deshaun Watson fans. That's t- that's totally separate. <laughs> they not even Browns fans. That's totally separate. Yeah. So you might see a lot of people just with a Browns Deshaun jersey. <laughs> yeah. So that that's gonna be even funnier. So in hindsight, you might see Texans fans on Texas fans. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Deshaun yeah. just the Deshaun Texan fans versus the non Deshaun Texan fans. I guess. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people went over <laughs> to the Browns when Deshaun left. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It could be a civil war brewing in Texas. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm just glad this shit is over, man. <laughs> like yeah, it seems like too. it's over, over now. Now I I think now we in a stage where every little thing we gonna try to hype it up. Like oh Deshaun did this or oh Deshaun he did this or he tweeted that. I mean people now people gonna be analyzing everything the Browns do too. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got that. Oh, they lost the first game. We got that draft pick. Oh, they're not that good. And two hundred thirty million guarantee. It, it's gonna be all of that now. That I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get tired of. But I'm, there's gonna be a lot of we should have kept Baker, especially if Baker is good on the Panthers. Yeah, and that's the and that's the Brown. The that's night, the Browns' so. first game against uh, Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. Yeah, the dog. The NFL is WWF. Okay, it can is. we admit that at this it point? Is. The NFL is WWF. Yeah, it is. With the way they're moving this shit. They, they are the, the WWF at this point. Like, fucking all these marquee matchups happening at these convenient times. Come on, man. <laughs> but wait, I, maybe the schedule was released before Baker went it, to the Panthers. I can't remember. It might have been. It was, but still, I think um, I think the um, but Baker the Mayfield won. They was, the, the, the Sean trade happened already, uh, before the schedule, though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they was, they was gonna play the Panthers regardless, but they put the Panthers first, even though uh, I think Baker was still on the uh, on the Browns. So mm-hmm. I think they was kind of banking on the possibility of Baker getting traded to uh, to Carolina. You know what the funny thing is too, because when they interviewed that the guy who like is I guess helps make the NFL schedule, he did specifically say that. They the the league did not want the Browns and Texans week one, but they 
They knew because they knew he was going to be suspended right back. So it's like basically it, now it feels yeah. like they knew he was going to be suspended. So they yeah. won it on week one. That, they yeah. wanted it later. Exactly. This league ain't shit. Exactly. <laughs> they, they fucking Vince McMahon up. Roger Goodell is Vince McMahon. Okay? Yeah. I'm convinced. You just booking this shit to get people watching. Exactly. That, because we, we were kind of guessing the schedule a little bit. And we knew, we all knew they wasn't going to schedule the Texans Browns um, no later than week eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, or uh, not anytime before week eight. We knew it was going to be a little later because we knew he was going to get suspended. So even, you know, even when he got six games at the time, we knew that was going to be enough time that, you know, he'd be able to play the Texans somehow. So they they know what they doing, man. <laughs> They could have oh, got definitely. they could have got that Browns Texas game out the way early. Yeah, yeah. No, they knew what they were doing. They were acting like, oh, we, in in the spirit of social justice, we didn't want to put them week one. <laughs> but then you have a suspension that just in time mm-hmm. <laughs> he comes back for the Texans. So yeah, yeah. whatever. Same with the bullshit. <laughs> um, other things we got to react to real quick. Kevin Durant is staying in Brooklyn. After all that drama and bullshit, he decided to stay. Yeah. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I kind of, I think, I think um, the Timberwolves kind of fucked up that um, the uh, the trade market. To be honest, because they remember they traded for Rudy Gobert. They they gave away like five first round picks and like five players. Yeah. So um, just imagine what KD was going for. If, if this motherfucker got five first round picks and five players, so um, I think that kind of fucked everything up, and um, and it's crazy. Pat Pat Beverly, this he always says some wild shit, but I felt like he kind of had a point a little bit. How um, the KD market did kind of put everything on hold, mm-hmm. and you know, free agency stopped because I guess. Um, I guess people wanted to see. I guess teams wanted to see where he was going before they made some other moves. And now I think free agency picking up just a little bit now. But he made a point like, "Damn, like that shit. That shit kind of fucked up because you, you know, you holding people up a little bit and stopping. I forgot how he phrased it, but I was like, "Damn, that. I mean, that. I, I kind of see where he coming from. But it, it was no way this dude can." Like the shit Rudy Gobert went for, it was no way a team can offer anything more than that. Like, yeah. and that was that was a lot. I know uh, NBA don't give a shit about the draft picks, but that was a lot, man. And no team on earth can offer as much as you know KD was worth. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and they wanted legit superstars too. They didn't want draft picks because. Rockets own their draft picks, so they can't do shit with that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Um, I mean, with with what Pat Bev said. Oh yeah, by the way, Pat Bev is now a member of the Lakers. He got traded which, twice this offseason. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he is now with the Lakers, um, which brings with up Russell, Russell Westbrook's Westbrook. future into question because you know they have beef. But um, we'll see. But yeah, I mean. With KD, I get what Pat Bev was saying, but also if you nice, you gonna get signed. Yeah. Okay. 
So maybe it took a few, I don't know, a month or two, however long before when the first news leaked of him wanting out and now him staying. But if you're nice, you're going to have a place in the league, no matter where it is. So his his point kind of falls flat for me, but I kind of I honestly the sentiment of what I, you know I get it. What, so, what was the point if you just gonna say stay anyway, trying to make all this dramatic shit for no reason? But whatever. Yeah, yeah but so KD in Brooklyn, we'll see how they go. It, that goes. It, They're it, gonna run it back. Yeah, I it kind of it kind of fucked up the Lakers a little bit because they was they was trying to get Kyrie. Yeah, and if they if, if Brooklyn end up trading KD. They probably would have, you know, gave up Kyrie too. So um, that kind of fucked up. That's when the Lakers end up getting Pat Beverly. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know so what the hell they this. doing, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they desperate now, man. I don't know. Yeah, LeBron, Le, Le, Le GM is over yeah, there saying, he, "Get my boy Pat Bev." I'm tired yeah, of this Westbrook anyway. He signed the extension too, so yeah. I, I was actually happy about that because. People start teasing the um, possibility of him coming back to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, no, nah, here, here go this bullshit again. <laughs> uh, the uh, decision part three and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad he back in L.A. And he probably going to he probably going to stay or he going to stay there at least another three years. So, yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. And uh, Lakers going to have to draft Bronny, too. So we'll see how that goes. See, see, that's the one thing I'm worried about, man, because by the time Brownie, I guess, hit the draft, I don't know when he's going to be in the draft, but I feel like LeBron set that up perfect where he'd be a fucking free agent. Mm-hmm. And out of all teams, it's going to be the fucking cast to draft him in the first round or some bullshit. And we're going to be going through all this decision part three and part four and all all this other bullshit, man, this is going to be irritating. We're going to have a 40-year-old LeBron <laughs> still trying to get fucking Carmelo Anthony, Anthony yep. Davis, <laughs> Dwight Howard, <laughs> all try, uh, try to te- make a, a fucking old-ass super team. So that, that would be hilarious. <laughs> try to get Dwayne Wade out of retirement. Chris <laughs> Bosh. <laughs> Yeah, man, get J.R. Smith back. Get him, get him, pull him from college. I'm sure you won't have a degree about him yet. So, no, nah, I'm just fucking with him. He's going to be doing pretty well in school. Yeah. But, um, yeah, get J.R. Smith. Get the whole crew back, man. <laughs> Junk says, Laker fans was crying for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner after the KD news job. Yeah, Lakers fans cry over everything now. So, nothing new. They complain about everything, man. Sidebar, man. Can they stop getting documentaries? Yes. They got another one on Hulu. They already got the fucking HBO show. <laughs> now they got a Hulu documentary about the Lakers, man. Kid, sidebar again. <laughs> I'm sick of everyone trying to make the last dance. Yes. Okay. The, none of them are as good. Okay. <laughs> the, 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 the Jordan shit was a perfect storm. Okay. Number one, there was no sports. Yes. It was during it was the pandemic. COVID. Yes. There was nothing else to watch on TV. <laughs> Number two, it had unseen footage of what many people consider the best player of all time mm-hmm. and the wildest nigga to ever play basketball, possibly. <laughs> and everybody in between the most enigmatic coach who ever coached like it had the perfect recipe to make like a great 10 part series. Every part was interesting. You, you can't do that shit with fucking Derek. With, with fucking Derek, Derek Jeter. Jeter. Yes. You can't do that shit with fucking Tom Brady. I mean, Tom <laughs> Brady, of course, is 
the goat in football, in my opinion. Yeah. Not but right he, now, man. We still fucking playing. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you do this. We shit seen this nigga last week, fact, man. man. Yeah. <laughs> like, to see yet. Yeah, we already talk about how the how much of the goat he is. So now we gotta see a documentary, <laughs> a, a ten part documentary on how he's the goat. When it's not even over yet, man. And, <laughs> and the, the shit with Derek Jeter, nobody likes Derek Jeter like that but the media, man. Nobody but wants New to see a 10-part documentary on fucking... Yeah, nobody wants to see a 10-part Derek Jeter documentary, man, period. <laughs> How and the now the Lakers you? got one, too. Yeah. Like, uh, just just don't. <laughs> just enough of the Lakers. Enough of the 10-part huge documentaries, man. I, I, I'm just getting sick of it. You can't recreate the last dance. Stop trying. Okay, you can't do it. It was a perfect storm of everything falling in place at the perfect time, and you just can't replicate that at all. Yeah, or just stick to a one part documentary, two max. But it seems like now they're trying to get like a whole fucking season. Yeah, one thing is like, like, why why do Derek Jeter have seven parts? Like Derek, and look, I I grew up liking Derek Jeter. A lot I, of people like Derrick Jeter. Yeah, I grew up because I was Jordan, I was a fan I was a fan of the Yankees back then, but not enough to watch seven parts of Derrick G, uh, uh, Derrick Jeter documentary. Like that shit is crazy. And, and New York was trying to pump him up like the baseball Michael Jordan. He ain't he probably ain't even top ten uh, greatest Yankees of all time. It's probably mm-hmm. ten great uh, better Yankees than him. So yeah, that was that was a rough time. They tried to hype him up like he Michael Jordan or some shit. Yeah, no, that was that was <laughs> annoying, man. And, and yeah, that's some that's a guy that only the media seems to love. Like a lot of us don't see the big deal about fucking Derek Jeter unless you're a Yankees fan or in the media. You don't give a fuck about no fucking Derek Jeter, man. So that <laughs> I hope that shit tanked their ratings and they stop doing this now because enough. Okay. <laughs> We could do one on Kobe. I'm down for one on Kobe, but that's it. No more, okay? LeBron, maybe 20 years from now, we could do a LeBron one, okay? That, Not that, now. Yeah, that's, Enough. To me, that's similar to Tom Brady. Like, we've been seeing uh, LeBron all LeBron's going to do like a 11 or 12-part documentary. He's going to make sure Produced he by has him. more parts than Jordan. Yes. <laughs> and it's all going to be positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Holly Rich Worshipper asked, "What do y'all think of?" I guess he meant Chet, Chet. Holmgren, yeah. who got injured, or was he um, being funny going on Chet Odin? <laughs> Chet Odin, I, I get, I get it now. I get it now. Chet Odin, we can't call him a bust yet, man. Come on now, at least give him a few years. Um, but yeah, he got injured for the entire year. Uh, he was playing some kind of pro am game or some shit. Uh, came down funny. Or whatever. He was guarding LeBron out of all people, too. Yeah. <laughs> Tore a ligament in his foot, and now he's yeah. done for the season. Unfortunate, but I gotta say this, man. <laughs> when do we started when do we start treating injured players like they died or got cancer? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Brian T. Smith put a tweet out that a lot of people got mad at. <laughs> and I'm like, Look, you, you could argue it was insensitive for a media member to say some shit like that, I guess. But, dog, he's not dead, okay? 
everybody <laughs> gets so serious when a player gets injured. Injuries are a part of sports, man. They're going to happen. Players going to miss a lot of games if they yeah. play a while in the league. It happens. Even LeBron, who we thought was Superman, mm-hmm. has been missing games over injury, man. So, like, th- this whole – everybody being so dramatic – over an injury oh like everybody being so serious about it like i understand don't be like it sucks for him yeah but he ain't dead y'all he will be back he's a young kid he will use the time to develop and he will get even better so like the over dramatic responses over this shit was killing me man people were so <laughs> super serious about it yeah and he said and all brown t smith said was the rocket number three pick looks better now looks even better everybody <laughs> got mad at that i'm like well it does yeah but whatever <sighs> that's i like you could say that's insensitive i guess that is insensitive in a way but i just don't care because he will he he will have the best doctors working on him he will still get paid and he will be even better when he comes back so yeah me with all the fucking my condolences shit like dog this is part of sports it happens man he'll be okay yeah, I think, um, and then too, we in a day and age where you know, uh, players can come back from an ACL tear less than a year at this point, mm-hmm. and that uh, you know, back in the day, that shit, if you tear your ACL, you was done, your career was damn near over. But now people be coming back so fast, so yeah, I I ain't really understand. The one thing I didn't like was. Um, um, like people are already counting him out from the beginning. Oh, see, that's his bo- that's his body size. See, see, see. It's just like, come on, man. Like that injury could have happened anytime. Like I don't yeah. think that had anything to do with his body size. But um, like I kind of wanted to see how he's gonna look in the NBA in a real game. But um, I ain't like the people saying, see, ha ha, see, ha ha. That's his body size because that that shit could have happened. That could happen to anybody. But people was kind of overreacting, like it, like he he was on a in a car accident or something, <laughs> and he was never gonna play again. Mm-hmm. That's how it kind of came across, like it was on some Kellen Winslow type shit. So I'm like, damn, <laughs> it, like it. I mean, it was very unfortunate. And if I was the uh, if I was the owner of the Thunder, I would be pissed because at this point, I'm like, why the fuck is you playing in this game <laughs> mm-hmm. that don't even matter? So I, I I I do think that's um that that's gonna be interesting to see how many more players are gonna play in little shit like this now because that's that suck. Yeah, and people make the argument. I guess the uh, drunk says the court was super sweaty. I guess there's like perspiration on it. Which yeah, you got to take better care of the court. But injuries happen all the time, and and basketball players are always playing basketball. Yeah, you can't you know? just like hide them from the court. Where they can't yeah. play at all, they pl- they play even, you know, outside of uh, during the all season they pl- they play basketball. So you know, of course, they got to be a little careful, but it sh- that, it, it could have happened to anybody. Yeah, Clay Thompson tore his shit in practice, I believe, and he was out for the whole season. So it it can happen anywhere. Yeah, but um, yeah, Drunk says to some fans, out for the season might as well be dead. Yeah, it kind of feels like it. <laughs> you know, they're so dramatic about it. And mm-hmm. it's really no injury you can you can't come back from now. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, fucking Magic Johnson had A's and came back. Okay, like <laughs> <laughs> you, you can come back no matter what. Yeah. So, yeah, we want to. Uh, Holly is right. We want to see how he did this year as well. 
but yeah it was more for my own selfish reason but it wasn't yeah. like the thunder was gonna be nba contenders or some shit championship contenders exactly it's gonna be sorry anyway but it would have been it would have been more of the hype of chat versus uh jabari smith or um Bonchero or some shit. That 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 was the only reason. But yeah, man, I think I think Rocket fans were a little too excited about this injury. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in some words trying to speak, oh well, this guy does not speak for us. We we are very sad about Chet Holmgren. Yeah. Okay, stop Rock, the Rocket fans be kind of weird, man, because they like remember remember up until the draft, like we thought it was gonna be Bonchero, Paulo yeah. Bonchero. And they was just like, yeah, everybody getting ready for Paulo Vajero. This nigga went first overall. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. <laughs> like, what the fuck do we do now? And then when they picked Jabari Smith, which I think is a good pick. Nothing wrong with that. But now everybody shitting on Bonchero. And yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. That, that like Jabari Smith was the best pick um, regardless and all this other shit. It's like, come on, man. Like, like you ain't got to do all. You ain't got shit on everybody else. <laughs> yeah, now that's just how sports fans are. Period. Now, man, but yeah, the Rockets fans are super. Are, you're getting crazy about that shit. <laughs> Number one, they fucking attach everything onto what their draft pick that they think they want, and like, oh, everybody else sucks but this one guy. But then you get the other guy. Well, everybody else sucks but this guy now. So, I'm like, okay, that's exactly what they did with Jabari Smith. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see, but. This shit is it is it is getting a little ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Other things that happened. Oh yeah. Swiss Beats and Timberland are suing Triller for twenty five million dollars over a dispute over versus ownership. I believe. Yeah, I think they. Honestly, I think they didn't get paid. So um, I gotta look up some info on this. Yeah. So um, Triller kind of been going around um, not paying people. So I think this yeah. might, this might be one of those situations where okay, uh, so they're owed twenty eight million dollars and they were not paid apparently. Yeah, hmm. and I think I think Swiss and Tim been giving them all of these different verses, but they haven't been paid their money. Triller sent this as well. They said this is truly unfortunate, and we hope it is nothing more than a misunderstanding driven by lawyers. We do not wish to air out our dirty laundry in the press, but we have paid Swizz and Tim millions in cash and stock. No one has benefited from this from as much from Triller to date. Triller has helped fuel verses to new heights. Uh, I don't think you have, but okay. Making it the global cultural phenomenon it is today. I mean, it's worse now, but okay. <laughs> um, we hope to resolve this amicably and quickly and truly hope it's just a misunderstanding. If we are forced to defend it, we are more than optimistic the truth and facts are on our side. And they said, uh, is first and foremost, hold on, let me see. Is not over. It's not a feud over versus it's personal to Swiss and Tim. And they've been, okay. Basically the same shit. They've been paid over $50 million in cash and in stock personally already. So now they're saying, no, we did pay them. (laughs) So, Hmm. Yeah, drunk says versus the word twenty eight million. Yeah, I mean, at one point it was very popular. Twenty eight million popular, <laughs> and and they're saying they paid them over about fifty. I don't know if that's combined or each, and I don't know if they're saying they 
they get 28 each or together. I don't yeah. know what they're saying. I don't know the details of this shit is, man. But yeah, I mean, it seems like they're they're saying they've been paid a lot. Maybe <laughs> yeah. the argument is that the stock ain't worth what they thought it would be. So maybe it's not worth as much now, but they're yeah. saying they paid them. So I don't know. I guess it'll be resolved in court. But yeah, who gives a fuck about Burst anymore, man? Honestly, yeah, it's I'm, been ruined. Yeah, I wonder because from Churlish's standpoint, I mean, me and you've been saying that, you know, who who give a fuck about it? But from Churlish's standpoint, I wonder how they making money off of this. Like they, like I, I wonder because apparently they owe them twenty eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I don't know how much they charging to get into these venues, but. I wouldn't think it, it, you know, that would add up to twenty eight mil, or whatever the yeah. ticket is. So I, I mean, if it was subscriber only, but then everybody hates that. I'm sure the numbers yeah, are super low when it is because they so they can't they, do that. They tried to pull that shit a couple times where they tried to hide yeah. it behind the paywall, but I, uh, I guess they end up forcing them to open it up a little bit. So I wonder yeah. how is how is they making money off of this. So, it seems like more is going out than in because yeah. yeah, you do get they they have a live show where they charge and people pay buy tickets, but you also got to pay the artists. You mm-hmm. got to pay for the setup and the venue. Yeah, you got to pay to have it stream. Like all this shit costs money, man. Yeah, so I don't know how they make and, money, and we watch it for free. Yeah, so I mean I don't know. I mean there's advertisements. I'm sure there's stuff that's sponsored there. I guess, but it's not like they run commercials during the thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and then you know, even from the performance standpoint of the, I guess the the acts they have on there, I don't know if it's worth, I guess twenty eight mil like this. Mm-hmm. So you know, the last couple ones been kind of duds. Uh, so I, I'm wondering, you know, how how are they getting money from this? <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea. I have no answer for that. Maybe, yeah, I don't maybe, know. maybe, yeah, maybe they can't pay. They can't pay them because they ain't getting Could none be. from it. Could be. I don't know. Maybe they got paid in Bitcoin, and Bitcoin ain't worth shit. So now they're <laughs> upset. But yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, and I guess lastly, oh, Tevin Campbell came out the closet officially. <laughs> fucking thirty years too late, but I guess it's fucking like before we already knew. But good for him. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I I thought that was a um at first I thought it was a fake story because um I I, I thought he was already out. Mm-hmm. So I seen the little article. I'm just I'm thinking like why the fuck is this even news? <laughs> and um I guess apparently he actually came out. So I'm like, "Okay, damn. I thought I thought we all knew that." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's one of them. I guess he never officially announced it. But it's something everybody had known. He had been exposed a while, a long time ago. So yeah, he, it is what I it think is. People, at least he did it on his own terms now. So good yeah, he probably feel better. But he, yeah. um, it was. I think it, every time he do an interview, somebody mentioned it. He would always give the answer. He don't give an answer which give us the answer. Yeah, which is oh, whatever I do is my business. Is nobody else's mm-hmm. business. And it's just and that that was pretty much the answer. <laughs> Yeah, whenever, I mean, I think it's kind of fucked up to ask somebody straight up what your sexuality is. 
But if you do get that and you, you don't have an answer for it, then that that's the answer that, always. That okay. kind of that kind of um they they did that. I want to say a couple uh probably last year to the guy that played on Power. Yeah. And yeah. I, I thought that was kind of fucked up. No, nah, it was. And they was pushing it hard. Like they yeah. really wanted to know. Yeah. Like why do you care and, so much, man? And you could tell he got real uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, why the fuck is you? Why is that even a question? Like, why do you give it? Are you trying to get on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you interested in them? So I thought, I thought that was real fucked up. Like, uh, like I, I know that was probably a common question to ask back in the day, but in this day and age, who give a shit? I agree. I agree. I mean, it's twenty twenty two. Fucking, I, I already. I think it was pretty much an open secret that a lot of the R&B industry was gay anyway. So yeah. like, I, I, nothing surprises me, man. Good for him that he came out and lived, is living his truth. Yeah. As they say, but it's his business. I never gave a shit. So, yeah. um, anything else going to hit on real quick, man, is that about wrap it up? I think that's it, man. Did you, uh, Oh, you was working out. I was going to ask, did you watch the, um, football on Amazon? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, um, I watched it on Fox, but because I watched when I go along with the game, but yeah. it was super delayed because I guess he just took the prime feed and it yeah. was like a delay on top of the delay. Dog, the delay was like a minute long, man. Oh, shit. Damn. I would hear shit and it was like two plays behind <laughs> the TV oh, from the radio. Damn. So I'm like, holy shit. But uh, I mean, from what I saw, like, look, it's good to hear Al Michaels still, man. Who did they replace him with on Saturday night or Sunday night football? I think it's uh, Mike Tariq, Mike Tarico, and somebody else. I think it's Mike Tarico. But somebody else has to be doing commentary on Sunday night football. It's Mike Tarico, Chris Collinsworth. I want to say. Oh, really? Okay, I I think so. I mean, I rather have Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, I mean, they did it before because I think it was a couple times Al Michaels was out. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I I, th- I just think it's a little interesting how um, Amazon just got in the NFL game like that. I think, um, like, we talked about the whole, you know, AI rapping and all that stuff, what could be the future. Can you imagine in the future, let's say 10 years from now, you got fucking football, NFL on Apple TV <laughs> and you got fucking NBA on Samsung or, or just these different companies that's jumping into the sports? Yeah. Remember remember before it was just like NFL on Fox, NFL on NBC, mm-hmm. shit like that. Now you got these reg you know, these Amazons and Apples getting into the sports thing. And it seemed like they putting a or from Amazon point, they putting a lot of money into this shit too. So um Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like sports is changing now. Where you no, got it these is. I mean, Apple is already um doing baseball. Yeah, and her baseball coverage looks pretty good. It looks so. super clean, man. I know it Apple does. is a top-notch company, but it looks super clean. Honestly, I think this might be the best way to watch because I know, like, I guess Peacock has an app, but but they're whenever you try to watch a game on the official app of the station or whatever, it's never good. Yeah, ESPN had the worst fucking app for a long time. I don't know if they fixed it, but. Trying to watch live shit was a fucking nightmare, man. Especially yeah. when it was a big game. The stream would always fall down or fucking fuck up. And Amazon, I feel like this that's just not gonna happen. Yeah. You know, they got too much 
uh, invested in their infrastructure. So is the, the stream ain't just going to drop out. Yeah. So. And I think um, I don't know if you ever realize, you know, whenever like a company broadcasts, like let's say Sunday night football, NBC is there. They have like a couple trucks out there, but Amazon had like twelve trucks. Yeah, they had like fifty something cameras, they, man. It yeah, was insane. Yeah, they put a lot into this production. So I can see I can see a company like Apple trying to jump into it too. Maybe uh, I know that uh ESPN ain't giving up Monday night football, but I can see a I can see Apple trying to jump into um to the NFL game, trying to take over on something, or the NBA and just making the viewer experience so much better yeah. because then you know facebook gonna jump in and then we're we gonna be watching games you, in the metaverse yeah you with I, our vr helmet yeah youtube already jumped in it too youtube a partner up with it with the, uh with baseball too sometimes yep. you, i've seen the astros game exclusively on youtube <laughs> and, you, and it's funny because you get the old ass people calling in like how can i watch the game mm-hmm. like i don't have youtube and all this other stuff <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, they about to, they trying to push y'all asses out. <laughs> yeah, man. I remember when you couldn't upload a video longer than ten minutes to YouTube, <laughs> and now they yeah. got streaming sports. You can watch a damn shit. movie on YouTube at this point. No, they have a whole, they have a shitload of free movies. Some are actually good. Yeah, they have like a bunch of free movies. I usually watch in full on YouTube. Yeah, now. documentaries. When I'm bored. Yeah, so. It, yeah, it, it's so. crazy how everything turned in. So it's, it's like, damn, remember what Amazon used to be? It was strictly books. Yep. And now they pretty much hosting the um, Thursday night football. Amazon going to take over the world. I'm convinced. We're going to be living in Amazon houses, getting mm-hmm. our Amazon food, <laughs> watching our Amazon programming after we're done with our Amazon job. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're just gonna, That's going to be the future, man. They're going to take over. Yeah. I, it's gonna be Amazon and Disney. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be the last one standing, and they are gonna control everything for us. Yeah. So it, it's, we'll it's gonna be like three things, and it's crazy because I think they try to pre- prevent like the the whole monopoly shit, like mm-hmm. companies buying up every single thing. But it's gonna be like four companies standing, man. It's gonna be Amazon. It's gonna be Disney. It's, it's I'm guessing Apple probably gonna be there. I don't see nobody yeah. buying out Apple. And um, somebody gonna buy up Samsung, <laughs> or but it's probably probably gonna be my it's gonna be Microsoft gonna be there probably. Yeah, but it's, I feel like it's just gonna be those four companies providing food, water, cars, house, clothes. It, it, those gonna be the only companies <laughs> giving out all that shit. I think so, man. <laughs> they gonna they gonna already seeing all, all these streaming apps starting because to consolidate. Fucking yep. HBO merging with Discovery, <laughs> like all these streaming shits gonna start wrapping up soon too, man. I feel so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll radio go. is gonna be Amazon Radio. Like, oh, definitely. Go- yeah, there ain't gonna be no more Odyssey. It's gonna be <laughs> we work for Amazon mm-hmm. Radio. <laughs> yep, no more AM. The shit won't even work. Period. You gotta tune mm-hmm. in on your phone and yeah. play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's that's a new world. That I know. Look, this is where we're at now, man. I just want to yep. see how, how yep. crazy we, shit happens, and we'll yep. be on the stoop talking about how back in the day we were actually free. 
Yeah. Now. Now we go. <laughs> now we're gonna be now we're gonna be watching Amazon TV, watching a virtual rapper yep. <laughs> throw a concert on Amazon TV. <laughs> the virtual rapper yep. doing a, a, a collaboration <laughs> with uh, AI Tupac. Yeah. The hologram Tupac and AI generator rapper gonna have a fucking musical concert in the, in the metaverse. That shit. In the metaverse. <laughs> yeah. I believe it. That's Man. the future, y'all. Mm-hmm. You're heading straight forward into it. So yeah, so there now. Yeah, so my 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 kids probably you know, hey put this on, uh, go to this concert. I'm like, damn, is that is that your cousin over there? <laughs> it's, it's gonna be crazy, <laughs> man. I'm like, man, take yeah. this bullshit. I remember back in the day we used to go to the concerts. We used to actually go and be around people. <laughs> yeah, we used to. The, 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 people think, oh, that's you were next to somebody with COVID. Yeah, you actually stood next to people. Yeah, yeah, you, man, you, that's you gonna the have to now. you gonna have to tell your kids about the story of you going to ACL. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to see Jay Z and all this other shit. We actually got in our cars and had to drive ourselves. Mm-hmm. We had to, <laughs> we drove we ourselves. Had, we had to walk miles to get to the front. <laughs> we had to wait in line for a ticket. Then we had to go buy our own food, which mm-hmm. was made by somebody. Yeah, <laughs> and yep. then we had to go, and uh, we we stood next to in a bunch of people. We had a mosh pit. You know, I don't yep. know if you know what that is anymore. Mm-hmm. But we actually stood oh, next, oh, and yeah. everybody the, would just push each other around. Yeah, and, and like, is Ew. that the is that the thing that happened in that Astro World? The Astro World <laughs> Massacre. Ma- massacre? <laughs> so I do realize there's a whole generation of kids who will only know Astro World for that fucking disaster where people died. That's what I know. It every time I see Astro. Like dog, so um, little, little, I'm gonna peel back the curtain a little bit. So we got the little, uh, oh, I ain't even had my little brand thing going on. A little <laughs> logo right here. Oh shit! Oh shit! So it was kind of um, inspired a little bit by the, you know, the Astro World thing, the the theme park. <laughs> so I searched Astro World to try to look for the font. And everything popped up, the Astro World deaths, yep. the Astro World this. <laughs> like it was just everything. Like Travis Scott totally took over Ast- anything mm-hmm. Astro World. So everything was popping up but the amusement park. <laughs> so I had to dig deep a little bit. Like even if I wrote Houston Astro World, then it'll go right to the fucking concert, man. Yep. You would have to type in Six Flags Astro World. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I had to type in. So Travis Travis Scott put a bad taste in everybody's mouth with the Astro World thing. Unless you fair, unless you was born in H Town and you experienced yeah. the amusement park. Like me, I, I could I, I didn't experience Astro World. So I only think about the the album and the um the the um the concert. Yeah. There's actually a really good documentary on YouTube about uh Astro World. Mm. I got to look it up. What was it called? Uh, it's actually really good. I recommend people check it out. It's Defunk Land. It's actually a pretty dope YouTube uh, channel. Okay. Um, plugging them. They should plug us as well because we're the best podcast. But <laughs> Defunk Land is a YouTube channel that kind of does the history of a bunch of closed malls and theme parks and shit. And they did a good episode on Astroworld. Mm. So, yeah, check that out, man. It's actually a, a decent look at the history of when they started adding new stuff when it was at the most lit and kind of what caused the downfall. It really just got cr- 
crazy towards the end, man. It just really got shitty. So, really? so uh, where uh, so Astro World was right out? Was it towards where NRG is, or yeah, where's okay. yeah, I was right there in NRG Park. But mm. yeah, uh, towards the end, it, it was pretty rough, man. Like fucking, it, it was run down as fuck. Badass kids running around everywhere. Fucking niggas fighting everywhere. It, it was a mess. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely check out the documentary. It's really well done, and those guys do a good job. So check that out if you want to see. Even if you know Asherworld, know the history. It's good to have a little refresher. Okay. So, yeah, good good YouTube channel there. Now let's let's take them down before we fucking get pulled. Yeah, again. I forgot about that. Gestapo YouTube over here. I need pulling to, down our stream. I need to do some. Yeah, I need to do some damn research because I, how do people be fucking? reacting to a damn song like i'm gonna I'm a talk to kevin calf yeah. kevin rouse and kevin walker always reacting to songs and playing it live on youtube and i don't never hear about they shit getting took took down yeah we gotta have a talk maybe i, I, don't, I don't know what that is we we gotta we gotta link with some people because i ain't even shit. played it i ain't even played the damn audio we didn't have any audio playing and they still took the stream down for a hot five minutes or so so yeah, <laughs> yeah that shit was weak yeah so yeah so but anyway we're about to be wrapping up this podcast by the way so <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead we'll say we'll, we'll play our anita baker in a second but goodbye everybody who watched on the stream yeah we'll see you later drunk shout Dad. out to drunk holly uh rachel worshiper worshiper yes appreciate yeah. y'all joining on our podcast we'll be back next week most likely mm-hmm. and talk about some more shit so yeah until next time stream folks peace and shout out to the people on the audio version yeah shout out to everybody who gets to hear the uh actual music being played during the podcast i know uh (laughs) which is a rare treat if you're watching on stream because we cannot play anything there but yeah you heard me going crazy on the mix earlier so Mm -hmm. that's a good thing about the audio thing i could just play whatever i want sort of (laughs) yeah Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean they they need to. I, I guess it used to be different back in the day, but now corporations and copyrighters killed all creativity in the fucking podcast, man. But whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, appreciate y'all rocking with us. Of course, make sure you stay locked into In the Loop Sports Radio six ten ten to two. Biggie Pig out there curating the vibe. A lot going on in the NFL, of course. And everything heating up right now in sports. Baseball heating up again. So shit. Make sure you keep it locked in for all your sports and everything else entertainment needs. Uh, also, catch Biggie. If you ever in the NRG Stadium uh, for a Texans game, make sure you say what's up to Biggie. He's doing a tailgate uh, shit again this year. So make sure you shout out to him. Say what's up. Hopefully you can link with uh, uh, Patrick Tillman too. Patrick Tillman, what's his name again? Uh, uh, Tillman Fertitta. Patrick Tillman. He fucking yeah. Oh, that was the f- <laughs> the guy who died. That, yeah. Uh, he went to Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> you think about Patrick Fertitta. Tillman Fertitta. Tillman Fertitta. Patrick Fertitta. <laughs> Wait, what? Patrick Fertitta is Tillman Fertitta's son. Oh, okay. Oh, Patrick was asking about you, not Tillman. Yeah, Patrick. Who is oh, okay. who is damn near running the Rockets, by the way. So shout out to Patrick Fatita. So oh, okay. um, yeah. So me and me and you were talking off air how um I was talking to John McClain and he mentioned he was at the Astros game and saw Patrick Fatita. 
was Tillman's son and said he was asking about me, at, trying to figure out who I was and what I do. So I'm like, damn, that's that's kind of random. And so John McClane pretty much big me up and said I was the best producer and I'm part of the show and all this other stuff. So yeah, yeah. shout out to Patrick yeah, Fatita, man. man. Link up, hop, the elbows, on, man. hop on the podcast, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. John Harris bugs me every day after, uh, after during the broadcast, asking why he ain't on Gems and Juice. I say he got to pass a validation test first, man. <laughs> you uh, know, I what? respect John Harris, but we can't have any old geek off the street. You man. know what? Come he on. might honestly, man. And I'm not just saying this because this is my dude. He might be the most validated white person in the media, to be honest, to hop on this podcast. He know a lot of Houston music, man. I don't like, know. He was. Man. He did. I, a, he I, did a I, show. He did a show with Brandon Scott, and he was like dropping some shit. Where I'm like, damn, I had no idea. Like, John, oh, wow. Okay. Okay. He, he did a show with B. Scott, and he was like, they was talking about all type of Houston music and North Side, South Side type shit. So I'm like, damn. Oh so, wait a minute. Okay. Okay. I didn't. He didn't tell me all this. Yeah. When I asked him, when I when I talked to John about rap, he's mentioned Wu Tang, Protected Neck. And he said 90s stuff like Tevin Campbell. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. But if he actually knows this shit, we might have to. We have to yeah, yeah. I think I, it, it won't be like a nerdy white dude on the podcast or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think he's cool because he, I, uh, we always talking about fashion and all this. He, he into fashion a lot. I think he got, okay. a, do- I think he got a daughter who, um, I think she was like uh, modeling for Gucci and all this other stuff. So, oh wow, yeah, I think her daughter is an actor. Like she, he's into a lot of shit because he always talking about the bag. I be I be wearing a little crossover bag, mm-hmm. and he like, yeah, I kind of want to get one for the game, and I I got him on board to try to get one. And I'm like, man, you just got to get like a Gucci one or something. So he he the only one on board. Everybody else be like, "Oh, that's a person." All this other stuff. He the, <laughs> he the only one that's he the only one that's on board with it. So, I, I, I rock with John Harris, man. Okay, might might have to actually get him on then, man. We have to have a discussion. Might have to link up a little bit. We'll see. I didn't know he actually had credibility with Figgy Fig. So yeah, yeah, we'll see, man. We got to talk to him. Maybe 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 we'll have some make something happen. Have a little special guest at some point. Yeah. Um, but anyway, oh yeah, wrapping up this shit. I think we talked <laughs> over the bed, so this is our yeah. second time yeah. on the instrumental. Yeah, bring it back, uh, DJ. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, appreciate all y'all rocking with us, and until next time, peace. All I wanna do is keep on. Walking.